Streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast.com. Hi, this is Steve Sansweet, and you are listening to Star Wars on the Left. Cyclan.net, c'est. Les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Transmissions. A communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come. The coordinate tractor beam is pulling us in. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. Welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Welcome to Lunatic, right here to my, to my left. Hello. Waving everyone a good hello to the webcam. And I rather got my friend Kit Fisto. Hello. Ready to tell Lunatic when the, the Oscars will begin. Yep. <laughs> so I will be able to tape it. You are so hooked on reality TV. <laughs> well, I just want to see the uh, intro by uh, Billy Crystal. Okay. Well, right now, today, tonight, tonight, today, today, tonight, well, I'm about to go big slit on everyone. Uh, we're going to be talking about the original trilogy on DVD. Yes, the original. That's a big word, don't you think? Yes. <laughs> of course, after, after a short break, we'll be talking about uh, Triumph the Insult Dog versus the Star Wars Geeks in New York. 
back in 2002 for the Star Wars Attack of the Clone premiere. The, uh, there's going to be, of course, the hyperspace segment, the Star Wars miscellaneous news, the community update at the end of the show. But right now, we're going to go to my friend Kit Fist, who's going to tell us how to contact us. You can contact us by email at studio at swendirect.com, by MSN Messenger, swendirect at hotmail.com. The chat is on the main site, which is www.swendirect.com. And there's also a webcam link on the main site. That's great. There you go. Uh, of course, if you'd like us to call you, you have to either be present in the chat room on swendirect.com, or you have to add the user swendirect at hotmail.com to your MSN messenger, and uh, we'll be able to let you know. Uh, however, I have to admit that tonight we're pretty jammed up with everything, so... The French show uh, did go four hours. That's it. Okay, so better not try to get <laughs> get to us on the last minute here tonight. <laughs> Sadly, we'll have to refuse that. But we all, we, all, we already got a list of people to call. Don't worry, it's going to be sweet again. Uh, I'm going to tell you also that if you'd like us to call you during a show for a particular um, subject, send us an email and tell us you'd like us to call you and then be present in the chat or on MSN. That's going to be like the best way to do it. Um, I'm sure we'll be surprised maybe when we call people they war- aren't in the chat. <laughs> That's right. Well, tonight uh, we're going to do a little something of Star Wars yeah. for a change in the words of the producer and uh, something a little bit more Star Wars related after that. Just listen to the music in the background. It will give you a hint. What is that? Wait a second. Hey, it's the Hobbits. <gasps> it's something from Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> so... Danny and I were lucky enough because Howard Shore, the, compu- the, the composer for the music of The Lord of the Rings, yeah. from pr- producer Peter Jackson, uh, was here in Montreal this past Monday, and he was giving yeah. uh, one of the first of a tour. Of it's Thunder. a tour? I, I yeah. don't think it's a tour. Yeah, he's going to go s- other places in the world. Okay. That's what they were saying on the boards, apparently, okay. of... Uh, from from uh, Lord of the Rings fans. Okay. That's what my cousin told me. Okay. <laughs> um, of course, the... Um, this was the first stop here in Montreal? Yeah, that's it. The first stop was here in Montreal. Uh, the first concert ever given by, by Overture was in New Zealand last November. Okay. As written in, in the nice little program they gave us. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the, um, the, the music was incredible. They, uh, they played 36 tracks from the three CDs. Okay. If you count them. It was uh, incredible. There, uh, there was also a projection of concept art from Alan Lee uh, over the uh, the orchestra, yeah. and uh, just to show uh, where uh, we were in the story. That's right. Uh, depending on the music, and they started with fellowship, obviously, and gone through all the the. Uh, the, three the, stor- the stories. There was a, a 200 people choir. Uh, a third of them was women. A third uh, childrens, and the last third was men. And then you uh, and you add soloist, soloist. Yes. Uh, I got uh, one little guy. Uh, you can hear him. He on was a kid. He was yeah. He's like six years old, but he's not—he's not, he's not the, like the kid. That no, no, no. It's not the original. Time. No. But he, he was really good, and you, you got also two women doing the solos. I don't remember which track. 
but uh, it was incredible. It was filmed for television, uh, so uh, it was uh, with Radio Canada, the French the CBC, the CBC, French CBC, French CBC, and Bravo and Art TV. So probably that there will be an average showing on TV some someday. Yeah, uh, right. It was very cool. Well, what my cousin was telling me is that it, it's that it might be even on the DVD on the DVD of like a alternate box set for Lord of the Rings in a couple okay. of years. Uh, for myself, but being there live was incredible. I as I I had goosebumps all the way through the two and a half hours of concert. So, well, for those of you who ever been to a John Williams con concert, it probably ju was just a little tad bit under that. <laughs> But because I've been to the Tower Celebration concert, and to give you an idea for those of you who have been there, um, it was right underneath it. It's my it's my second best classic concert ever. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty good. The uh, one of the reporter of the Gazette here in Montreal said that the mu the music without the movie was meaningless, and uh, that's why it really makes me laugh. Because at one point I closed my eyes and just concentrated on the on the music, and I could actually see the yeah. statues coming to. Coming, coming up, you know, the statues of the two yeah. king of, uh, of the past. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I opened up my, my eyes, there they were on the, the big concept, screen. The concept art. The yes. concept art of the statues. I was like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> so it was really, really funny. And uh, especially to see that review afterward. Um, it really kicks ass to my eyes. Howard Shore has just, mm. like, reached... The uh, the ranks of John Williams and uh, if you have the chance, Jerry go see it. Even guys. if it's, it's expensive, it cost us eighty five bucks Canadian. Uh, I was lucky enough to get it offered yeah, as a gift from my cousin. Yeah, <laughs> but I paid eighty five bucks, so it's about sixty US, something like that. So about sixty, 60 bucks US to see that show, but it, it's worth it. So most definitely worth it. And um, yeah, c apart from one of the singers was a little bit like off tempo and uh, the one who sang the Gollum song and uh, okay. into, into the West she w she had like trouble following our chore and I don't think she had much time to actually study the song no I don't think so uh, she was r really looking at the her sheets and uh, our chore to make sure she was uh, that's it she was on time am I on the right? yeah. what's happening here don't let me out ah, I'm panicking it was really hilarious but it was it was close it was really close no, it, was, it was still good it was still good I really enjoyed myself yeah that's it uh, of course after that we were well just the day before that actually I saw it on on, uh, on Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah, you saw the, 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 re the reruns. The reruns. Uh, but on, s on last Sunday, there was a Junkyard Mega Wars that aired on TLC here in Canada. I don't know if they have it in the U.S. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a U.S. It's a channel. U.S. channel? Okay, yeah. there we go. It's affiliated with uh, the Discovery Channel and all these mm -hmm. kind of following channels. And uh, ILM was on there, along with uh, the guys from uh, KBFX and... Um, Anson, Jim Hansen's Anson yeah. FX was well it's Jim Hansen's house yeah. <laughs> of <Okay>. puppets <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which basically like came out with a nice big puppet <laughs> 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 and last of course to ILM yes that's it that's yeah. right R2 destroy you one <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> they built a, a big R2 unit about uh, two meter uh, two meter like almost three meter high that's right well they're in feet so let's say about the over yeah. over over seven feet high. Yeah. So. Uh, so the first the first uh, challenge was uh, 
not an art challenge, <laughs> but... Uh, well, the uh, first challenge was to actually look good. Look good, that's it. That's it. So uh, ILM lose, uh, got lost that the, last, the, last, uh, the last price on that. After that, they had to, to shoot down aliens with, with a gun. Yes. And, uh, and again, you could see that peripheral vision is really something bad with Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's what, what cost an alien to the, the ILM guys. Yeah, they But they finished second. second place, that's right. And the other was uh, they had to build a, f a flamethrower inside their, their robot. Yes. And uh, that one, uh, ILM won, yeah. I think. They did. And the final uh, challenge was some kind of uh, obstacle course. To destroy the queen, which resembled right. a lot like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Or actually guard Jola the Hutt, yeah. <laughs> if you want to put it that way. <laughs> they had to lift some panel. No, they had wire to cut with the robot. And after that, they had uh, pl uh, some kind of wooden plank to get out with a robot arm. And after that, they had to shoot the queen alien in the eye. And ILM one. I Oops. see. Right, good timing. So uh <laughs> actually, I have something left to say. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> make you stop that thing. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, that's it. Uh, for those of you, we're going against the Oscars tonight, so thank you for listening to us. The uh, Lord of the Ring is, of course, a nomination for 11 uh, Academy Awards. 11? Oh. Woo! We hope they're gonna win at least five. And uh, director, effects, and best movie—that's the one that counts. <laughs> that's <laughs> for us, at least. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have a great show today. Right now, we're gonna go to. Uh, Love me for a little while, Janet Jackson. And, you know, if you keep on showing me those breasts, I probably love you for a long while. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Hit it. Where to go? 
come here. I got the new Tatooine TV. I see your eyes lighting up. I knew you had discriminating taste. The audio is fantastic. The only problem? There's no video. Well, you want to hear it? Here you go. Tatooine TV. Hello. The Hoth Acting Conservatory presents Padme and Anakin in A Bedtime Story. Okay, Luke, Leia, time for bed. Aww. Anakin, we need to talk. Yes, Padme, dear? Funny. Listen to me. We need to... Wait a minute. You mean I need to. I learned this on Dr. Phil. Okay, you need to stop embellishing the stories you tell the kids. Honey, I stretched the truth a little bit. Oh, come on. You never taught R2 to speak basic. Well, I almost did. Annie, look, I love you, and you're a great dad, but you need to tell the truth to these kids. They'll grow up believing everything you tell them. I just don't want you to get caught in a sticky situation with one of your stories. Yeah, yeah. Daddy, read us a story, please. Okay, kids, here comes Daddy. Annie, remember. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've got to tell bedtime stories to our children, if you don't mind. Okay. So there I was, faced with 200 Gobons coming toward me with laser whips, and I single-handedly... <coughs> Annie... Okay, your dad and five other old, crippled, far-sighted Jedis ran up to them. I lit my saber and cut 150 in half with one swipe. <coughs> okay, it actually took us about six hours to wipe them out. Only because they had insta-growback arms and an almost unlimited supply of ammo. And Daddy needed a little bit of Yoda's help. Thank you. Daddy was telling a story here. Daddy? Tell us how you and Mommy met and fell in love. That love stuff is dumb. Shut up! Kids. Well, Mommy met Daddy on Tatooine. He was so cute, but when he said, yippee, I almost never forgave him for that. You never told me that. Annie, a woman is a garden of secrets. Anyway, Daddy used some you-look-like-an-angel line on Mommy at Watto's. And he couldn't forget about me for years. Well, Mommy forgot about Daddy quick and had a lot of boyfriends after that. Well, when you're a senator at a young age, the comm link does ring a lot. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. There was Yuli, Katar, Travin, Zat. That was Travin's best friend. Please. The kids don't need to hear all about that. Daddy had girlfriends, too. <laughs> really? Yes. I didn't wait for you, you know. I had other girlfriends along the way. Well, do tell, lover boy. Well, there was Yolop. Uh, who was that? You didn't know her. She and I fell hopelessly in love on the planet Gustar. Was she that blue creature with the three heads in the hologram file? Y yes Oh, wow, Annie. Are three heads better than one? Well, if you didn't like what one head was saying, you could talk to the other one. If only I could do that now with you. Don't start. I saw the hologram of you and Obi-Wan at the Tatooine Experience Park. Annie, shh. What? The kids are asleep. I had lots of girlfriends. Yeah, right. Tatooine TV, Episode 13, is a Jeffroni Designs production. For full credit information, please visit jrdonline.com. It's only minutes. Hello, this is Peter 84, and you are listening to Star Wars Gossip.
Welcome back to Star Wars on the Rig, the voice of Star Wars fandom, and you've just listened to Tatooine TV number 13, Anakin and Padme in Bantime Story, and followed by the, the incredible voice of G284. Okay, well, your time again, Kid Fisto. Of course, Dirge in the chat uh, was asking about uh, Kid Fisto if he was a kid. Well, of course he's a kid. What were you expecting? Yes. I'm 19, <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So who's on the chat with us, Kit? Cyranob, um, Dilo, Sturge, Goodwigi, Intrusion, Kieran Horn, Keto84, Low, uh, Raven, RPGM5000, um, Sefterian, Nathan, Tigerclaw, and Xanadu. There you go. Okay. Well, right now we're going to go to the hyperspace segment, of course. Uh, the hyperspace segment tonight will last about 20 minutes because we got tons of stuff to tell you about uh, from the wonderful Pablo Zadalgo Q&A uh, section. Yeah, the Dropbox from the uh, official website. And uh, we're going to start it right now. No. Oh, no, of course. We would like to ask you not to please post anything into the... Uh, main room of the the chat on Star Wars on Direct. If you want to talk spoiler, go on the My Room one. Uh, I'll be posting a link tonight under that room, so you might want to go check it out. It's fully spoiler. Uh, if you want to chat, if you want to talk about uh, spoiler on uh, unspoiled uh, forums, we'd ask you please not do so. There are forums out there who will gladly accept spoilers. Um, that's basically it, right? Oh crap! Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mark. All right, stand by. Okay, and we're back with the hyperspace segment. Well, we're going to see a lot of stuff. Uh, they released the uh, web doc number four on uh, Friday, which was uh, fairly interesting to watch. Uh, but first, we're going to go back to February 17th, where uh, we released a little bit more of the uh, what Pablo said about uh, some spoilers from Episode 3. So basically, Vader will not be using the button on his armor, sadly enough, isn't it? He won't die for not breeding with his button. He doesn't like that. Uh, Hanekin uh, falling, falling off to the dark side will not be the... the because of Padme or Obi-Wan. Anakin will be responsible of his own action. And Pablo actually made a really strong point about saying the fact that, you know, he's a very characterial judge when it comes to your own actions. So, that too, too, that's good for a, for a Canadian guy. Uh, there will be no art troopers in the film, and Django is the only source of the clones, clone, war, uh, clone troopers. There will no um, complete images of the movie Publicated before it comes out, well, before the first uh, trailer comes out. I don't need that. No, <laughs> I just forget. What do you mean that by that? Publicated pictures? They're talking about, you know, uh, poster or okay. Okay. Uh, the George Lucas Select and stuff like that for the uh, general public of the movie itself with the special effects in, in them and all that. Uh, the space battle will not be 20 minutes at the end, at the beginning of the movie. The entire length of the scene is, tw is 20 minutes, but the battle itself will only see about, you know, 2 to 5 minutes, something like that. Um, probably even intercutted or something like that. Uh, the first plan, the, the, the first actual shot of that will be 2 minutes and 37 seconds. The goal is to actually give our, give our, put our, put our attention on the actual space battle. Slymore will not have any dialogue in that movie. 
Contrary to some rumors, uh, there will be no long version of the films The Phantom Menace and, and Attack of the Clone, and it will not be presented in, in uh, theaters before episode 3. Yeah. There will be longer version okay, later we got, in a couple of years. We we got to go start like a petition right now. <laughs> um, no, I mean, there's money to make there, so... That's you it. Know. There will be young Padawans in the movie. The the industrial district of Coruscant, where was the actual ground base of Sidious will, in Episode 2, will not be back in Episode 3. Uh, Ro- Rohan Nicol does not play the young Tarkin. That's something fairly interesting, because he does look a lot like him. So who is playing Tarkin? Boom, 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 boom. Further, <laughs> further information on this later on. <laughs> there will be a lot of new planets, about nine or something like that. Uh, right now, there is no spider droid nor ale fire droid in episode three. Klee Glars will not be back. We will not know the uh, origin of Yoda. The dignitaries no. of the Empire will not be present. And uh, during uh, this spring, in the, in the shooting this spring, the majority of the scene will be filmed in front of blue screens. Since they told that. Yoda species will not be mentioned in episode 3 maybe in the the book that's coming out uh, on uh, Yoda he basically uh, also said that it was it was probably never gonna come out oh, damn <laughs> so we'll probably never know that's something that George Lucas only knows and maybe those who believe the fact that the Journal of the Wills does exist the senator of Mon Calmary will know will have absolutely no dialogue in this movie. You must have seen episode one and two to understand episode three because the film assumes that you actually know Anakin, Obi Wan, Palpatine, and the others. But it will be able to stand alone in itself. But still better to have seen episode one and two. And even if you've read and and uh, seen some stuff of the expanded universe, it's going to be even a better experience apparently. The animated series Clone Wars will be uh, probably will most probably get itself on DVD, uh, all by itself. You know, it's gonna burn itself from a Mac or something and then ship itself with mm-hmm. FedEx online. <laughs> there will be battles in big proportions in the movie, but contrary to Lord of the Rings and the Matrix, the epic uh, scene will be actually implicated two people, only duels. So. That tells a lot, especially if you think about uh, the Mace Windu, Palpatine, and uh, Hanneken scene that we were thinking about. Oh, there can be only two. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The reason for which we don't see as many before the Yellow pictures of Padme and Obi-Wan is because some actors have the rights on the approbation of the image to be shown to the public, and I guess they just don't want to be seen right now. Uh, there is some elements of Episode 3 that have been mentioned in un- in the Expanded Universe, but they did, like, go by right in front of you, and you probably didn't notice them. Mm. Uh, there will be reference to love. Yay. Anakin will be committing some other atrocity in this movie, like the Tuscan Massacre, but they will not... They, they, they might not all be seen on the screen, sadly enough. Probably something about young kids being nah, killed. That's it. There will be no new power of the force. Uh, somebody asked Pablo if uh, there was a novel battle, battle in episode 3. He said, I'm going to think about it for, for now. But he also answered a little back for a while uh, that he was going to, that if we were referring to the fact of ships landing on water planet and stuff like that, uh, maybe not. But if we're talking about naval being naval imperial uh, shipyard and everything mm-hmm. we'll probably go we're probably going to see something like that well we're talking about big space battle at the beginning of the movie um, 
there's going to be no different mo- different endings shot for that film apparently from some people think about are thinking about uh, especially f- about the rumor on Padme mm-hmm. on Padme's death we're the spoiler I can, I can say she dies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are there's a lot of, of uh, new creatures in the movie Newt Gunray role will be a little bit bigger than episode 2 but a little bit smaller than episode 1 uh, basically he's going to say one line or something like that <laughs> the duel is a mixed duel with Vader Luke uh, com- that you can compare with Vader and Luke in episode 5 and 6 and on the duel that you can compare of Obi-Wan and Maul in episode 1 uh, Puggle the Lesser is back again I don't I can do it <laughs> not tonight <laughs> there might be a discussion with the editor Roger Barton met but uh, it's probably he's, not, he's probably not going to be able to say anything without revealing any spoilers so probably not right now and we also might have Rob Coleman and John Noel John Noel and ILM that would be really cool mm-hmm. okay <laughs> the clone troopers uh, in the more recent insider are only uh, basic models only four of these will be in the movie mm-hmm. said that last time yep. uh, George Will show the uh, you know the, the bigness of the Clone Wars in Episode Three, uh, you'll see all the, with with the, the, the fights on many different planets. Uh, Mace Windu, the spreading of the war. That's it. Mace Windu will not have his own musical theme. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the Episode Three uh, novel should come out in 2005. Of course, uh, Matthew Stover did met with George Lucas on uh, January 30th for this uh, novel. There will be battle. There, there will be uh, ground battles uh, with a lot of clones and a lot of droids and a lot of Jedi. There will be no lightsabers under the water. I'm sorry, Brian. Uh, Kit Fisto will die in an heroic way, but not as heroic as Mace Windu. I'm sorry again. <laughs> Asajj Ventress will not be in the movie. Contrary to the rumors, Episode Three will will be in theater in May 2005. What the heck is that? <laughs> I gotta check those. <laughs> I gotta okay. check that guy uh, <laughs> doing the uh, the translation for us. Mm-hmm. There will be no ghost of the Jedi in episode three, but we will know why some of the Jedi can't come back in ghost. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, we will. Uh, the text at the beginning of the movie has been written. Uh, all the Wookiees in the movie, uh, only two uh, have names, and Chewbacca is one of them. Rune Hako is back, of course. I'll, uh, the uh, database update has put in some TIE Fighter, and you have some uh, some hints about Episode 3. Uh, some Expanded Universe will, will not be in Episode 3, and uh, or should be in Episode 3, I, I'd rather say. And Pablo will be uh, giving out the identity of this uh, character in a couple of months, weeks, we don't know, but eventually. There, will, there is a mention of Shmi Skywalker in Episode 3. There is uh, tons of new concept for the Dryads in uh, this movie. The uh, ship of the clone troopers do look familiar, and uh, there is no reference to Karen Horn or his family. Of course, it's EU. So that's right. Uh, apparently, the grievous general will not have a major presence in the movie. Apparently, he's only there to say, you know, I'm important. I can do big things, and then I can kick butt. He's gonna, he's gonna die. And uh, the link I was talking about earlier, I'll put it after this. It's going to be in my room one, and it's a nice shot of the web dock number four from uh, for for, for uh, Grievous. They're really nice. Their concept art, you can just look at them, and uh, that's it. They're gonna they're gonna be off my server so <laughs> tomorrow. 
Uh, one of the set diary, uh, Sean Pablo, uh, mentioning the actor Rowan Nicole, uh, will be chosen to because he had a resemblance with a character from the classic trilogy, but uh, he's got and he's going to play a version of one of the young captains. So maybe Wedge. Boy. I doubt it seriously, but who knows? Um, okay, of course, some some websites after. Uh, <laughs> After reading all these things from Pablo, decided to actually put the um, their uh, their episode three uh, story on. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> Where is this? Take the volume were? down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they will be putting their synopsis on uh, uh, on uh, with the latest version of what was confirmed and denied by Pablo. Uh, another thing that was interesting about uh, February seventeenth is that. We actually on Sitland.net received a very nice thing from one of our friends, uh, which was a newsletter of Lucas licensing, and we actually saw the official uh, announcement of the Clone Wars on March 26th or something like that. The marathon? Uh, yeah, and that, and uh, the, the, the second season beginning and all. Mm-hmm. And uh, on, the lef- on the right corner of the, the banner, there was a really nice concept art put together really quickly, and that looked like what it might have been you know, uh, Star Wars Episode 3 poster, mm-hmm. but it was confirmed by Pablo Hidalgo that it will that it was not, it was just something uh, to be put on. I'm really surprised he answered that question. <laughs> I asked it, and I'm really surprised he, he actually answered that question. He had to deny it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the, uh, before, the image el- uh, before the helmet image shown uh, Senator Mon- Mothma. She's cute. She, yeah, <laughs> she's like one of those perfect girls. <laughs> uh, that was really in- she was uh, she she looked really good. Uh, of course, among the other things that came out, we had uh, the the infamous Grievous. Uh, and a lot of information came out on the on the website. Uh, first of all, because we're going to be seeing the 20th chapter on April 8th, and uh, they're, he's going to go to war against some of the Jedi's. <coughs> Sorry about that. Apparently, eight Jedi will be killed by uh, General Grievous. And you can see an image of uh, General Grievous. I think, was it on the hyperspace website? No. It was on the public. It was on the publicstarwars.com official site. So that's something you can take a a look at because it's fairly interesting. It's Uh, a a shot from the 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 20th episode of the the Clone Clone Wars Wars. cartoon. There you go. And, uh, you know. Not what I what I had expected, but he still looks fairly menacing. If you guys remember Amy from um, from uh, the Red Planet with Val Kilmer, it was a movie about uh, two yeah. or three years ago, yeah. like that. And uh, oh, I'd, I'd it was on TV yesterday. Yeah, that's it. Yep, the robot goes nuts. <laughs> yeah, the robot goes nuts. Uh, Amy, which was the Mars probe, the Mars robot, was I'd say would look like yeah, kind of yeah. That would be a fair, a fair assumption. Uh, the ancestor of uh, the ATST, uh, we saw, we we actually saw some image from uh, from some some actually art image from the movies because we we were actually asked to retrieve them from our server. <laughs> yeah, we receive it once more. <laughs> <laughs> a little letter from Lucasfilm. And uh, we actually had the ancestor of the ATST, the speeder used by the Clone Wars on Kashyyyk. The uh, one of the Wookiee vehicles that will be used in Kashyyyk, uh, one of the vehicles from uh, Griev- General Grievous, which was uh, the kind of b- the Hailfire droid right, with four legs. One wheel and uh, four legs. Yeah. That's right. 
we also saw a model of the ship of the command fleet from the separatist where Palpatine is 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 trapped, mm-hmm. and it's actually more of a view of the the bridge of it. Yeah. Uh, we there's the uh, a couple of other shots of that ship itself. Uh, there's a base on Mustafar. There's another base on Mustafar. So I, I'm guessing they're probably concept art. the same shot of concept art, something like that. And uh, there was the interior of a base on Mustafar, uh, where duel will, will probably happen between uh, Hanakin and Obi Wan. Yep. But when you looked at it, it does give you the feel of Bespin yeah. in Cloud City again. It's like Bespin, but on the volcanic surface. That's right. So you won't be able to plunge to his death. Or will he? <laughs> and apparently, and we also saw an image that really was worth the while. It was Anakin burnt. Yeah. And okay, it's not Aiden Christensen that was that was there, but it was still pretty amazing. Fresh. Yeah. In, really cool. It was really cool. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and skip a couple of uh, of details from Pablo and come back on them like in the next couple of uh, <laughs> sessions of hyperspace because we got too many of them. We have to but Pablo will continue to. Yeah, I know, but we can we can filter it from now on. You know, okay. it's gonna be easier. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you what lately the latest ones that actually happened. Uh, the plans that we see in the Clone Wars series will not be on Episode Three. The combat, the combat style that Mace Windu uses in Episode 3 is similar to the one in Episode 2. There are some new moves, but this time the adversary is a lot more uh, feisty. You know, he's gonna bite. Mm. Uh, George Lucas doesn't real, doesn't didn't have time to choose the George Lucas select image, images yet. There will probably be set diaries um, when they go for the shooting on uh, uh, on sp- in, in the springtime. The Imperial Guard of Palpatine will not be implicated in any action scene, but they do some action, you know, depending on what you actually refer as an action. Uh, Pablo says they actually do something. So I'm thinking they're probably just going to block the way to, to Mace Windu or something, and they're going to retrieve their their staff afterward, probably some, just something like that. Uh, the new planets all have a name. Uh, one of these planets has been named in the Holonet News on Star Wars Insider. So we're going to have to read through them all. <laughs> all over again. Uh, the key Adimandi ro- role uh, will, be s- will be similar to the, to the one he had in Episode 1 and 2. The Jedi, fa- the Jedi Ghost theory will actually add a, a nice little touch to the last shot of Return of the Jedi where you see all the ghosts of Anakin, Yoda, and Obi-Wan. Altogether, so that's I think I think I think I'm really gonna like that. Um, there will be small extraterrestrial life forms like Jawas, Ewoks, or Ragnats in Episode Three. Uh, they are just briefly present, but their role is really important. <gasps> they were mentioned to help uh, Padme uh, give birth. That's or something. it. Maybe it's that. It would be cool to have the Nogri. <laughs> that would be yeah. so killing. <laughs> the uh, pilots and the and the, the troopers are the only clones that we're going to see in the movie. Uh, th- some shots of the general of General Grievous are in the ends of ILM, but none have been completed yet. So uh, we we can't really tell what is going to be the color of General Grievous. That's far. Metal, metallic, or white. You know, mm. who knows. Uh, Duncan Young and Cal Rowling replaced uh, Grievous on the uh, shooting of the scenes with Grievous, where Grievous was uh, on stand. Uh, Grievous is the command. I'm okay. <laughs> 
Grievous is the uh, military com uh, commander of the separatists, and especially of the Red Army. Dooku is the politic chief, and the other separatists are only a comedy of leadership, taking all the decisions, stuff like that. Uh, there will be more than 12 web docs for episode 3, uh, since the hyperspace service has begin, has begin, uh, giving this, giving them out. So, they gotta, they gotta, you know, tempt us to the last minute. Mm -hmm. Long live the hype! The, uh, Padme's Aranda will, uh, is not a new construction, n nor was it, a, uh, like, added to our apartment. It's something that we just never saw uh, in episode two because we were we, we it was probably shut from there. <laughs> you know, I, li I like to think think of it that way because we only saw one. It's the other side of the building. That's it. We really only saw one side of the building, so that's why we didn't see the veranda before that. Uh, we will probably have pity of Anakin uh, up to a certain point, but you know, the young Jedi put himself where he is, so. He's responsible of his own demise. Uh, and another nice uh, image of episode 3 we saw before the helmet on hyperspace service was the face of Chewbacca. Yeah, the profile of Chewbacca. That's right. And I have one minute left. I can tell some more details. Can you tap me on the shoulder when I'm done? <laughs> you will hear my... Uh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, the actor Peter Mayhew, Mar Mary Oyaya, Mimi Darafet, Nalini Christian, and Joel Hagerton will be uh, shooting their scene this uh, this spring. The all on the website will not come will not be coming back. There are important scenes between Padme and Anakin, and you c you can you can tell of the nature of their marriage by that. Uh, Padme's role will be uh, more will be closer to one she had in Episode One. The ghost of Padme, Mace Windu, and Qui Gon will not be added to the end of Return of the Jedi. This would have no sense for Luke, you know. <laughs> Who the hell are these people? Uh, there might be a discussion with Samuel L. Jackson in hyperspace. The Jedi Starfighter uh, of Anakin uh, will have red colors, and Obi-Wan will have green colors. No, last time I, I wasn't sure. I thought it was blue, but it's red and green. Uh, maybe it says something about their lightsabers, too. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stop there, because that's the end of the hyperspace segment for yep. this time. Welcome so back to Star Wars on Direct. Yep. No, no spoiled version. <laughs> so we'll uh, sign in the chat. Uh, it's uh, spoiler. Uh, That's right. And right now, we are going to go very slowly so that the people in chat can come back and listen to us. We are going to go very slowly to uh, my dear friend Skip Fisto, who's going to be reading us the miscellaneous news. He's looking yeah, at me like, it's your what time? Wake up, Brian. What the hell is happening? I'm he was actually watching the very nice latest Star Wars Insider. That's right, people. You can get it probably in Houston's right now. Uh, but you haven't gotten it. For five ninety nine US. And it has a very nice shots of uh, Episode 3. And it even has the, uh, some shots from the mini-movie made by uh, Rob Coleman and John Knoll. Yeah. <laughs> Last June and the hyperspace. Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. And welcome back with Kit Fisto. Hi. Um, this week in Mixed News, there wasn't much happening other than the collecting news. So, um, Toy Fair happened this last week, so you can go on pretty much any collecting site and find dozens of pictures yeah. for the new line that's coming. 
and also one that will be added that it's expected in autumn 2004 is the Sandcrawler with the Jawa and Droid in 2004. So you can probably find some pictures. It will be a store exclusive. Not, not, we don't know which one yet. Um, in Clone Wars news, you can download the third Clone Wars Season 2 preview. Um, it's a bit, it's uh, 15 seconds, about there's different quality, so you can look those up, and there's also another one you can find, which is the second season, um, second teaser. On uh, this past week, there was the there was Star Wars on DVD packaging was released. Um, it's not sure w if they will actually be that. It was supposed to be um, they were taken off the internet pretty fast, um, like in five or ten minutes. Yeah. That's, were online. that's scary. <laughs> but it's it's scarier that somebody was there to actually catch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also there's a new book coming out called Or Die Trying. It is a short story set at the same time as Force Heretic Reunion. And it will be in the Star Wars Insider soon. Written by? Written by... Um, I don't have it. Hold on, I'll find it. <laughs> no, I did, I don't I didn't have that news. Okay, well you can find it on TFN. Okay. Um, and that's it. Now there's the Clone Wars um, episode sixteen to episode 20. sixteen to twenty summary. On the last uh, show in English, I think we we give we gave the synopsis of the f uh, yeah episode eleven to fifteenth. Yep. So if you don't want to listen, about three minutes. <laughs> it does the synopsis. <laughs> Anyway, still, uh, it's episode spoilerful. <laughs> episode 16, Padme, R2D2, and C3PO go looking for Yoda. Um, while they're going towards the cave, they are they meet more assassin droids, and um, during that time, Yoda's um, saving the Jedi yeah. that are which is uh, Luminara and uh, Barris. Yes. In episode 17, um, Anakin is tracking. Uh, Ventress's um, ship on Avon 4 after the uh, landing they he's um, taking a, um, a clone trooper squad through the jungle and to find the pilot um, then all one by one all the clone troopers are killed leaving just Anakin yep so episode 18 imagine Anakin it's like Rambo you know the Rambo the first blood <laughs> you get Rambo in the woods killing all the Police officer one by one. Yep. Um, and then Skywalker and Ventrance, um, they may they meet and then they fight and all the way to um, there's another they find an ancient pyramid and it's uh, they start fighting on top of the pyramid. Yeah. So the ruins of uh, Yavin Four. Yeah, the temple of Yavin Four. Yep. And then in episode 19, um, Anakin and Ventrance are getting close to the top and they go through you see Anakin kind of starting to use the dark side of the force and um, he kind kills of a force push yeah. yeah he kills her he kills uh, Ventress and takes her lightsaber but they don't act, act, actually say that they, they killed her no he she falls down she falls off the pyramid so, so yeah, yeah. Maybe what do you think in <laughs> um, episode 20 they um the battle on Munless is won. Anakin meets back up with Obi-Wan on the planet. 
and and they they get a uh, distress call, yeah. distress message from the Jedi. They are being hunted down by General Grievous. That's that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, right now, making sure we're receiving some uh, some of our friends. I'm going to check something up because, you know, there are some of our friends from the Minnesota Fine Force in this latest Insider. Yeah. You know, because they decided to do the Bente tracks only on odd numbers issues. Mm-hmm. So... That's something you've heard first on Star Wars Star Direct. That's right. I got the co- the confirmation this week, and we have there's a nice little girl at the bottom left of page number ninety one. That's Bria from uh, the Fan Force forums. Uh-huh. So if you want to pick on her because her picture is on the insider, you can do so. <laughs> I just got to make sure it's her. <laughs> um, okay. Well, right now what we're gonna do is go to a second musical break. I'm gonna make sure I got the right one. That's it. Okay, we're going to listen to you two. A beautiful day. And on this beautiful evening, you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. The heart is a Shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room. No space to win in this town. Traffic is stuck And you're not moving anywhere You thought you found a friend To take you out of this place Someone you could lend A hand in return for grace So beautiful
At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Whitney Robinson, the author of the Star Wars Galaxy novel, The Ruins of Dantooine, and you are listening to Star Wars On Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. And right now we're going to start on our main subject, the original trilogy on DVD. So, I think we got a lot of people to call... Well, uh, we what's can, our uh, comments? We can actually do a little roundup first. That's right. <laughs> We're calling up the people. Uh, I'm just gonna sell something here in the chat room. <laughs> mm-hmm. you there you go. Okay. Okay. So um, the original trilogy, the good and the bad. Bon. That's gonna be the first thing we're gonna discuss. Yeah. Drop that insider, you poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to what we have to say. Do I your am. co-host show. Okay. W- what's what's good and uh, what's bad? What's bad? What needs to be changed? Greedo shooting first. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Jabo. I'm actually gonna go on quote <laughs> for this cool. one. Oops, sorry about that. Wrong program. I sent an email because last last week, or last show, right. actually two weeks two weeks ago, we had a little thingy about uh, me and Brian with the uh, the Star Wars. Being the original version or the special edition version That's on right. the DVD? Where the heck did I put that? <laughs> okay. So, basically, I was, you know, I thought that... Because they said it was going to be a t- digitally remastered THX version that was the sound was going to be digitally remastered in, in 5.1. and So, what its conclusion did Sebastian jump to? I, you know, basically, since they didn't say anything, I thought that it was, was going to be okay. The original trilogy, the first, first version. That's right, you know, the one that, at least the one from... The best one. Uh, 1992. Where did I put that? Ah, I, I bet it's still in my inbox. You <laughs> have too much correspondence with Steve now. I know. <laughs> there you go, it's right it's there. scary. Okay, so to quote Steve Sansui from Lucasfilm Limited, uh, there is no special edition anymore... There is only the version that currently exists. So that settles it. So the version that currently exists is the, the special, special edition. edition. Actually, no. Um, <laughs> it's so <you're> Star Wars. <laughs> so Sebastian, I was, was wrong, wrong, but you were wrong too because there is no special edition anymore. There's well, only the version, the version that known as the special edition. <laughs> 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 That's a tweak the truth. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Prince. So. It's the the trilogy formerly known as <laughs> the special edition. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Uh, well, okay. About the special edition. Yeah. Greedo shoot first. That's got, that got, got to come off. off. Get to come off. Yeah. Oh, one thing we should mention is that we received so many email yeah. from all you fans. Thank you very much. We got over forty emails. That's right. And so. for the first night tonight, we're not going to be reading them all. 
because there's way too many of them and there's so many that repeat the same thing over and over and some are like two or three pages long so. that's right but we're going to read some of the most uh, influen influential one I found and uh, I think they're pretty good opinions so they were they were worth going on the show yeah. uh, but basically yeah, Greedo, got, Greedo Shoot First has got to go Jabba the Hutt yeah the, the, the sl the, not the slimy but the shiny Jabba the Hutt that's, right. <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> you know, and you hope with uh, Boba Fett and the pirate from an, uh, uh, from an R galaxy that's up there the uh, there's a pirate up there with Boba Fett and the other mercenaries just makes sense you know yeah but not with an eye patch with the buffy sleeves and you know why not why not Yeah. A space pirate. Why? Because I said no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just not good enough for George, my friend. <laughs> But no, basically that scene, you know, okay. Greedo shoot first really takes out the Han Solo attitude. Yeah. The Jabba the scene, Jabba, Jabba the Hutt scene, I can see it still in. I don't have a problem with it. But they need to redo Jabba. And right now they don't have the time to do that. Mm. So they probably will leave it leave it in like as it is. But Are you know, yeah, I said no. Too nice. That's the thing I said when I first saw the special edition. Jabba was too nice, too shiny. That's it. You know, not fat enough. Yeah, no, not dripply enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather say it like that. But uh, but Han Solo actually stepping on Jabba's tails. That's like I don't care about you. You know, you're not the boss of me. Well, mm -hmm. yes, but <laughs> you know, you're not you're not my father, so I can step on your tail, and I don't care about but what you say. They they just put that because Jabba has a tail in the That's original. It. It, it didn't come up, you know. Yeah. But but the Jabba, uh, not the Jabba, the Ansel Grido thing, you know, in Indiana Jones, when he shoots. Uh, when he, Anso, uh, not Ansel, but in, in Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones shoot the the guy with the sword first, and there is no controversy there. That's it, you know. That was the perfect. The perfect Indiana Jones attitude, and now in that we had the actual perfect, uh, the politically Solo. correct, and solo and attitude. Solo. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't say politically correct. I'd say I'd care for my life more than Greedo shooting first. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, I Greedo shoot, shoot first. I don't care that much about mm -hmm. it. Because I can, in my mind, really, really imagine Big Al, you know, he was playing on the wall and everything. So he was, he, he just like Greedo decided to shoot a warning shot that he was serious. But then again, oh, I'd rather, no, I'd rather, no, no. I'd rather he'd be taken off. Yeah. I'd rather he'd be taken off. Uh, something that should, should stay is the, the, the bat, the battle of Yavin with the new, the new shots, the new digital shots. You know of the the X-wing versus the Tie Fighter. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that that's that. There's that no should, problem there. That, that they, should stay there. They could even add some more uh, Tie Fighter and X-wing fighting, and it would still be cool because you know there wasn't just like a, a handful of of of, of, uh, of X-wing against like the big the big gray ball. There was there yeah, was some other fighting going yeah, on. Yeah, but there wasn't much X-wing. That's it. No. Yeah. I think the number was right. I don't care about the about it being only X-wing, but I'd like to see like more Y-wing or B-wings even added. I'd add no, some no. add some B-wings. I don't care. I don't think they were made the B-wings at that nope. time. Only uh, Y-wings. Yeah. And uh, X-wings. X-wings. Yep. Well, there you go. Okay. So we won't Except go against any fives. We won't go against <laughs> <laughs> against that. Um, okay. What else? In the Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. I don't think there is much. 
need to take out something? No. Is there is is there actually but to go back to go to go back to uh to uh a new, a new hope. hope. What would you add to the movie? Nothing. Big scene? Oh the cutscene. Oh. The cutscenes. But i- if you put Biggs uh, at the end in the uh, in the Yavin Four Anger, yeah, you should put put, put, put the, the the deleted scene in it. But if you don't put Biggs, don't put it. Don't put him at all. Yeah, just don't just don't tease us with. Hey, we'll tell everything else after going after yeah, that's after it. the battle. Leave it like the I original like, I version. I like the way it is in the special edition. Yeah, I don't mind. Have him there. Yeah. I don't really mind. I like the original one. And, uh, I kind of like the special edition, except for from Anne and Grido and Jabba and yeah. Solo. That's it. The Empire Strikes Back, uh, there's nothing much uh, editing no there. No problem there. They fixed the the, the transparent uh, snow speeder cockpit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the shadows of the AT-AT uh, going through them. Yeah. So that that's fixed. Uh the scene with the wampo that was added up eating the yeah eating the, 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 the tantan the tantan was that's good. okay no problem there that's right that's about it we had one of our users who actually sent us a shot of um, Luke on a uh, on a cannon on, on hot, hot. Yeah. Uh, that probably was I don't know I've never seen it before I'm you know it might actually be something that was shot for the movie or something I've never personally heard of it either I think it's probably more of a promo shot. Yeah, publicity, publicity thing. You know, hey Mark, go uh, go behind that that cannon, and you know they took a picture. That's it. Um, to be quite honest, there's one thing I'd like to see into uh, the hut battle again, and that's C-3PO actually ripping off the paper warning uh, uh, Wampa inside or something like that, because there were some I Wampa trapped. Know. In some parts of Echo Base. Oh. And, uh, you know, of Echo Station, sorry. Mm. And uh, that's not really important. No, but it's it, it's it's really a funny gag yeah. that you see him, like, ripping off the, the warning, and you see some snowtrooper going into the room after that, and you hear those, those screams, no! and you know, you know what happens to them. But that, that's something I'd like to see, because... No, because, just because C-3PO of the would scene. become a bad guy, you know? What, for killing snowtroopers? Yeah. Okay, you, okay, you, you were speaking of, of Imperial. I was yeah, Imperial. Thinking of uh, rebel troops. No, 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 no. And you, you know, you pull. Sit up and you see some. <laughs> yeah, some rebel troopers going in there. Now that would be just bad. Yeah. Okay, in Return of the Jedi now. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Actually, there's I one thing I would change to uh, Empire Strikes Back. To Empire Strikes Back. The damn squares on oh, the Tie yeah. Fighter. Take them out. You shown them to us. You no, we uh, we cannot. We only see the the, the damn the damn squares. You know, just edit them out, please. <laughs> what squares? The matte square. Uh, the the how do you say that? The vape painting squares. Yes, sir. Because okay. they had to actually, you know, had the had had the tie fighters on the film by you know putting them at, into like sort of gluing okay. them apo- ab- above the screens and all. That's great. But the squares were showing. So back in those days, they they actually put some paint on it or something like that. So it didn't, didn't show too mm-hmm. much. But when they did the the the, the, re, the remastered version, yeah. uh, or was it just for the special edition? No, I don't remember. for the for the remastered version in 1992, when they did that, they actually gave like a, a little uh, making of the remastered version. Mm-hmm. 
and we could see and you know they would show well there's that shadow of the Adat in the cockpit and there's mm-hmm. those TIE fighter with the squares in it and all and it would explain what, what, what the effect was all about but when you were wa- when you watch the movie now even the special edition you still see those damn squares yep and you cannot not see them after you sh- you saw it them once that's it you're screwed you only see the squares <laughs> that's great <laughs> Okay. And we don't want to say that some people are square because they only see the square, but you know, we do just see the square now. Um, Return of the Jedi, uh, the 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 celebration scene at the end, you know, planet to planet that that needs to stay. I okay, think. you think it needs to stay? Yeah. The the the, cor- the Coruscant scene is since we see Coruscant in each of the prequel movie, it's a nice thing to put that out, mm-hmm. put that. So. Uh, Return of the Jedi. The Rancor. Redo the Rancor. There's, you see a big black line, you know, the contour of the Rancor. It's awful. You, you need to redo this any way you can. (laughs) Uh, What do you think about putting it in digitally? Yeah, but it it won't happen in the September version, but maybe later. No, that's it. Okay. Let's like to keep to keep on talking about September. Yeah. Would you like to see it digitally? Let's yeah. say they I actually hire some more people just no, to work on I it. I think it's the only way to redo it. <laughs> Don't redo it with a puppet. Just go go. Would uh, you go against puppets? <laughs> <laughs> no, it will it would be too. You know, they must have some a model of that somewhere. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, if they ha- if they actually made it into uh, into a oh, a nice we forgot bust. a big thing in a new hope. Yes, Obi Wan and Darth Vader, the duel, the lightsaber, the lightsaber duel. You know, well, does that really needs to be redone? Not the duel, but the lightsabers. Well, uh, no, I mean, I mean, I, I was talking about the lightsabers. Does it really need to be redone? Yeah. Yes. It's Why? awful. Why? Because it's ugly. Okay. You know that the Obi Wan saber close off, or he, he seems yeah. to be, he di- he, it disappeared. The glow disappeared. You know, the glow. That the glow is indeed a factor. Go on. <laughs> Give me reasons. No, because I you can. Okay, let's say you, I'm you George need, you, <laughs> you, 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 you need bright colors. All the movies have bright color except in you. Oh, even in Return of the Jedi, you got clear color uh, for the sabers. So now we need really good colors as well. Yeah. For, uh, in A New Hope, you got, you got to a kind of white blue for Obi-Wan and a white pink red for Vader instead of a, a bright red and a bright blue. You know? I know. Um, okay. Return of the Jedi now. Special Edition... I don't like the Sarlacc with the beak coming out. Nor do I, but, you know, you're going to have to live with it. Yeah, no problem there. It's just a detail. Uh, Maybe, uh, what else? Well, basically, the version that is coming out in September, I would like to uh, have it the, the original version. I don't think it will happen, but I want the original version. Uh... Before the special edition, you know. Okay. You? Same here, but I, I won't be buying it in September. Just because I already have it three times, and I just, I'll wait for Christmas. Okay. I want it just to have a, a nice quality. There's uh, there's actually four VHS version of the um, of the actual 
uh, the, there's one version of the original trilogy that was uh, that, that was uh, put back that back in the uh, 80s. There is three versions of the special edition. There is uh, there's two of the original edition. There's yeah, right. Two of the original edition. There's one that it was THX remastered back in 1992. Yeah. Yep. Then you got the 95. No, wait. If it then came. you have the 97 Seven. special edition. You have the 1997 special edition, and uh, you've got the um, last, the one for the episode two came out. When episode two came out. That's it. With the so nice clear case that you could yeah. swing around. There's also a. Really nice. Leave Disc Edition, which was the 1992 remastered, THX remastered version. Yeah. And there's a VCD out there of the last release. Yeah. Um, you know, there is indeed a lot of things, that a lot of trilogies out there. Uh, one of our friends, Steve Bonanno from Legends Action Figures on uh, St. Hubert Street, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they, they told us that... Uh, he told us that his theory was that at every movie that was going to come out, they were going to put out a new trilogy. A new trilogy. And they are doing it. However, okay, I want to ask you fans out there, how many of you went to that petition site and signed the fact that you wanted the DVD? You know, the, the original trilogy on DVD. I didn't. You know? I did, I think. You signed Way it? back when it started. That's it. Maybe a two years ago. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. Okay. There are two types of fans. There are the types of fans who, who do truly like George Lucas and say, you know, he's a good man. Uh, yes, he does make a lot of money, but he does give a lot of it back to charity, as I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. And there are the other fans who are, you know, we just want the product that we want, and we want what we want, so we don't care about what he thinks. We just want what we want. I hope I'm not obfuscating anyone. If the hat fits you, just put it on and live with it. I'm sorry. Uh, but petitioning for... Classic trilogy on DVD. It's it's normal. It's, it's probably it's the only movie out there that's not on DVD. That's it. It's it's normal. And it's okay. However, what people wanted is what what that forced Lucasfilm to do is to release a new version, well, a version of the the original trilogy on DVD before, before the they actually wanted to do so. I'm mm-hmm. sure that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, okay, you want it, we're gonna give it to you, and w- but we're gonna give you. That. The basic. We're going to give you the basic. And they're so, so they decided to give the basic to the fan. And it's totally okay. You've got your trilogy on, on DVD. Just watch it. It's going to stop using it and stop using your VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to save the tapes and all. And just wait. And there's going to be another edition that's going to come out. Yeah. And you know, some fans, we've received some email from, the, from fans who said that I'm not going to buy this uh, trilogy, this trilogy, because there's going to be a later one released. Or an ultimate, something. That's it. Or, if, you know, if they ever release an ultimate edition, I'm not going to buy it because I think that would be just like ridiculous and laughing at us. I'm sorry, people. You just called out for the very, uh, the very trilogy itself. Mm. You've got it now. Stop whining about it. Yeah. Live with it. And when the Ultimate Edition kim- comes out with a, a box set or something, you'll buy it. Yeah. I'll buy it. You'll buy it. We'll buy it. Why? Because we're easy fans. Yeah. Whatever Lucasfilm produces, we'll <laughs> buy. <laughs> you got to face and that they, fact. And they basically don't have the time to, to, to put uh, on the classic trilogy on DVD. They got episode 3 to, to make. You know? Mm-hmm. You know? That's it. And, I mean, they got over 2,000 special effects shot to do before May or something like that. That's a really short period of time. 
So the only thing they be they will be really working on is probably a documentary and the audio commentary. The rest is will be uh, the special edition, you know, cut and paste on DVD and you know, like the Indiana Jones uh, box set, mm-hmm. you know, basic. Yeah, the three the three movies plus a four disc with extras. That's it. Just to shut you up. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> You know, that's that's basically what we need. But what's gonna happen? But it's it's a they they did if they didn't want to do it, they wouldn't have but they released the D V D and they they take advantage of this and uh, they come out with a new line of action figures. They they bring back the vintage action figures. Yeah. You yeah. know? Those that's uh, they say, Okay. We'll do it, and we will pr- we'll come out with more classic things. That's it. Since so people wants a lot of classic things, apparently. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that we gotta face off is that with the new trilogy on DVD, uh, it's sure it's finally out there, but is it really worth it? I don't know. Are we? I mean, does George Lucas is really gonna have the time to do the audio commentary on that that most people want? Uh, you know, people, you can ask for one thing at one time, in, at one point in time. But now it's not that time. But right now, stop asking for add-ons onto the DVD and other stuff like that. Otherwise, you're going to whine in about, two, in, about two, in about a year and a half that episode 3 was crappy and they didn't put enough time on the, <laughs> on the, on the, the special, special effects and stuff like that. It's like, you know, make up your mind. You have to be patient. If the Star Wars celebration taught me something, it's patience. <laughs> you get what you want when you're patient. But I will be happy with the classic. I, I'm not a guy who, who listens a lot to the extras on DVD. I mostly watch the, the movies on the That's DVD. Not. I don't really concentrate on the extras. So I want th- those DVD for the movies, having them on good quality, visually and sound. And that's it. With that, I will be able to wait until 2007 for the 30th anniversary when they surely will come out with something else. That's it. You know? It's, but it's not, harsh. Not, <laughs> but not everybody is like that. They want everything right now. That's you know? it. As fast as possible. Yeah. ASAP. Uh, I'm going to go on and read a little bit of, uh, of the... I'm going to read the emails I've selected from the 40 of them. There's six of them. Uh, do we call people first? or? Uh, I'm going to read the, uh, the okay. emails first. Uh, okay, we received an email from David. From David. What I want so badly that I can't taste it, for, that I can't taste it is for the special edition to be redone. The things that must be done are as follows. Redo all the lightsaber effect, especially from New Hope, like we discussed. Replace the Emperor from Empire Strikes Back with Ian McDermott's face. Replace at least Boba Fett's voice, if not all the Stormtrooper voice, with Temerera Morrison's. <laughs> you got Danny in the background saying, no, 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 that's not going to happen. Uh, not absolutely necessary, but I'm sure that, a lot, that most people saw the Battle of Hutt and felt it should be at least on the scale of the Battle of Geonosis. Perhaps more walkers, troops, and snowspeeder would, would, would be fl- should be fleeing, should be flying around and getting shut down. Much more alliance troop and stormtrooper should be added, and much more incoming and go and outgoing fire with missiles would give the scene a better feel, implying that a real battle is going on here, and not just a small skirmish or back alley gang fight. 
these things aren't that hard to do, Mr. Lucas, and I think they are very necessary to know that the prequel have come out, that the story will have a true cohesion, so both trilogies flow better. Artistic things that I would like to see. When Vader, is, when Vader in Return of the Jedi is looking for Palpatine to his son before he makes the decision to rejoin the Jedi and save his son, why not have a ghostly image of Padme in the background, pleading with him to save tears, uh, tears sung along the lines of Bram Stoker, <laughs> Stoker's Dracula, when, he, when we see Dr Dracula's uh, deceased wife and ghost, from pleading with him, to recognize finer spirit which lies just beneath Minamura's subconscious. Wow. Basically, he wants Vader, he wants Anakin to see Padme pleading for Luke's life. Uh, show the Gungans on Naboo and maybe the Wookiees and Kashi celebrating on their own worlds at the end of Return of the Jedi. People could go on forever with the little extra artistic things uh, that could be added to the movies, but that's just all wishful thinking. But there's the above things. Th but the above things first started should without question be added. Wow. <laughs> I don't know about the others, but it would give me much more incent incentive to the DVDs because other than special feature and better quality image and sound, there's there's not much better reason to sell out video uh, version and buy the DVDs. Okay. That wasn't easy. <laughs> too much thing to change. Yeah, that's it. Too, mu too many things to change. And if you take a really good look at, at it, first of all, they don't have the time. That's a main factor. Second of all, Okay, Timuera Morrison's voice on Boba Fett and the clone troopers. In the and stuff prequel, like that. okay, no problem for the prequels. No, the prequel, that's okay. You know, that's that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. But for the original trilogy, come on, man, Boba Fett is his own person. Okay, sure, he's the clone of Timuera Morrison, but he lived his life and he probably evo evolved another way than his father did. If you take a look at. Um, at that time, the Empire is actually recruiting people. It's 18 years later. That's it. The so clones are aging very fast, so they're probably dead <laughs> if they don't clone anymore. Yeah, that's no, they're aging faster. Well, they're aging faster to reach maturity faster, but I'm not sure if they're they okay. if they don't like start aging regularly okay. after after some point. Uh, maybe well, I, I guess that's something that has to that would have to be asked to the Jedi Council on StarWars.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, Basically, what I'm saying is that, you know, the Stormtrooper in Star Wars Original Trilogy have their own voice, and it's okay. Why? Because, well, they actually went to the Imperial Academy and became Stormtrooper. Mm -hmm. They chose to do so on themselves. They're not, they're not necessarily all clones. Yeah. Uh, you got good with you on the chat. We thought you were uh, listing the uh, Ain't It Cool News ru uh, supposed rumors change we're gonna do that later on because uh, I, I don't think we, we will have the time actually but those things are uh, totally false they're too we'll far-fetched you know? oh yeah we're gonna have the time and yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go through them really fast okay. <laughs> uh, okay we've got Andrew who sent us a nice email uh, basically what he tells us is that you want bold versions on the DVDs that would be cool yeah I grew up with the original uh, trilogy and it's uh, and it's original form, yes I could see some of the effects flaws, but only after pointed pointed them out. Even knowing they were there, it never once took away from the experience of the films, never. I enjoyed the special edition, I did like some of the touch-ups and new scenes, but not all. I bought the special edition on VHS when they came out, and had no problem doing so. If when they came out on DVD, I will happily do so again. If Mr. Lucas feared the backlash he would face for re for releasing one version, then the uh, then the other years later, 
Why should he care? I understand that he might feel hurt about some of the things people say about him, but really, he'll face all kind of flack no matter what he chooses to do. Which, you know, he's right. I recall back when episode 1 was being released on home video, the premise, the premise was made that it wouldn't be av available on DVD until the prequels were done. Then a year later, after scores of people b bought the VHS version, the DVD that was not to be was, was made available. Understandably, there was outrage. Learn from, from this mistake, release both versions, and be honest about it. And why was there an episode 1 uh, DVD released? Because the fan asked for it. Yep. You know? So you can't say that Lucasen does not listen to you. <laughs> they listen too much to us, actually. The, probably, yeah. <laughs> it can be a matter of money, or, uh, of money or cost. Uh, the hardcore fans will buy both versions without questions, although perhaps not without some complaint. It's highly unlikely that releasing both versions separately would, will seriously affect each release. Sure, it's it's like competing against itself, but both versions are still virtually guaranteed to turn a significant profit. It's Star Wars. What special features do I want? Well, like many people, I want all the deleted scenes, in whatever form they currently exist. Anything else is just gravy. I've heard, I've heard people mutter about the limitless possibility of DVD, like having both versions of each movie on one disc, and the viewer could pick and choose scenes from either versions, thus making their own preferences regarding scenes and effects making, their own cut of the movie to suit their desires. For instance, we could have the extended arrival to Mazaisley, but then you cut out the shoots at the Ronto blocking the camera when Luke and Ben are pulled over. Uh, we could have the cantina scene with Wolfman removed, but solo firing first, like he always does, instead of Greedo missing. Uh, since it never happened, perhaps it would be nice to see the short animated feature of the non-existent holiday special included somewhere no, on this. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Either as an, easter, as an easter egg or other feature. You know, that's fairly simple. Uh, I kind of agree with Andrew. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever George does and decides to do, there's going to be some fine complaining. You cannot... Uh People will not necessarily... You cannot please anyone. You cannot please everyone. Uh, on, on anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam actually sent us an email. I'm Just before that, yeah. uh, do you think uh, the, the cutscene should be included in the movies or on put on the fourth disc? I'm actually going to come back to that. Keep okay. that question to mind and I'm going to come back to that. Because I got like my... Ultimate uh, Supercalifragilisticexpedition uh, references. <laughs> I was speaking on behalf of a large group of friends and fans when I say that we're not working to buy box set. Unless Lucas unlearns what he has learned, quoting a special somebody, and removes Greedo shooting first uh, for the love of all that is sacred, we can stomach hate Jabba in episode 4 and even Luke screaming as he plunged to what he thinks will be his end, but there is absolutely no excuses for destroying Han Solo's character. Everyone knows that Han is dealing with an internal struggle that ends up being rectified through self-reflection. Yeah, getting drunk in NGO. <laughs> this rectification was part of what made Star Wars so enjoyable to watch. The characters all have story arcs with progress over the course of the three films. Greedo shooting first to make Han look like a softie does not only not make any sense whatsoever, but also is an amputation of a character that trait that belonged to one of the most adored and respected heroes of all time. I'm sorry, but unless it is restored the way it was originally written, and Rick McCollum stops giving Sir Flannel his, his handjobs under the table, <laughs> no. well, I'll just have to keep watching my VHS tapes. So, <laughs> that was from Adam. Thank you. And he says that he's a, a disheartened fan. 
you know. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a generation thing also, you know. Yeah. Uh, the older people, the older fans, uh, like the original trilogy, and the younger fans that discovered Star Wars uh, in '97 with the special edition. Once those version, most of them didn't even see the original, uh, the original version. That's right. So for them, Greedo shot first. Yep. Ain't, yeah. it, ain't that sad? That's <laughs> very sad. <laughs> um, okay. Brian D'Souza, to whom this may concern. Due to the recent announcement of Star Wars finally coming to DVD this fall, uh, he's going to give us our advice. Uh, I expect this to, do, this to be the ultimate DVD set of all time, which would include outtakes, behind-the-scenes footage, deleted scenes, and documentaries. Many people are upset that Lucas has only agreed to produce a special edition of Star Wars, but I think they are wrong. I would love to see the special edition on DVD after viewing the special edition in theaters. I immediately thought it, that it was a major overhaul visually. New scenes were shot specifically for the special editions that I think worked out wonderfully. Yet there were still some things that were left out. For instance, on certain space battle, you, you could still see the squares behind the ships moving. Also in New Hope, the Obi-Wan-Darth Vader fight scene, you can see Vader's saber at, at, at times look white and not red. I think all these frames should be cleaned up digitally and so, so one can get a full, a full detail experience. Secondly, I believe all the deleted scenes should be added in their respective spots, where they were to be intended in the film, as all, just like Lord of the Rings DVD collector set. You know that that would be really nice. I think the if there is an ultimate version, yeah. the ultimate version will be some some type of collector for each movies. You yes. know, a two two or two to four disc set for each movie. Let's go two to three. <laughs> yeah, three. Okay. Um, since time is not an issue and at, to the home viewer, I think it would be a great idea to show fans that Lucas what Lucas intended on showing us in the original screenplay. For example, the last scene from Empire with the, the Wampa running loose on the base and the Sandstorm footage from Return of the Jedi. These are just few, you, few us fans would love to see on our Star Wars DVD set. Lastly, what a DVD collector set nowadays without, without documentaries and commentary from cast member and production crew. The ultimate Star Wars experience for any fan to feel as if they are in the movie and belong to the set, these, backta- these backstage passes would be a great added feature to fans to show what it, took to, what it took for George to create the most influential saga of our generation. In conclusion, many aspects can be added into this Ultimate DVD box set. I think George made the right decision to only produce the special edition version of the film. It was such a great overall from the original that blew us away even more so than the first series. I look forward in, our, in your response to my ideas and all fan, yet I understand you to the overwhelming response that you may not contact everybody back. Well, Brian, thank you for writing your email. I'm sorry we couldn't answer you. Okay. <sighs> Yeah, I need water. <laughs> <laughs> Just fill out your your glass. So in the chat we got Sira Nob, Dirge, Dirge. Goodwigi, Jedi Samantha, Samantha probably, probably. Kieran Orn, Kitor eighty four, Low, Mister Isit, Mister Isit. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Pittsburgh. Oh my God. Raven RPGM five thousand. Nathan Tiger Clan Xanadu. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, we only have, I believe, two emails. I'm just going to check on this. Yeah, we have two emails left. Okay. To read. Yay. 
Andrew Kennedy sent us uh, a couple of uh, email answering our questions. Uh, what are your expectations? I'm actually a little disappointed that the original trilogy is being released as a box set in the same type of format as Indiana Jones. The Indiana Jones box set from a Star Wars uh, for a start was a big disappointment as far as extras are concerned, and I'm worried the extra on the Star Wars trilogy will also come up short. I was hoping each film would come into in a two-disc set like the prequels. What extra do you want? Well, he'd like to see the deleted scenes, Biggs and Tatooine, alternate cantina scenes, Snow Beast, Snow Beast and Hoth, additional training of Luke by Yoda, uh, trailer and TV spots from back from the, from the 70s, mm-hmm. uh, audio commentaries with cast included, plus original collaborators such as Gary Kurtz, Marshall, Marshall Lucas, and Irvin Krishner involved uh, the original making of, special for each film, the holiday special, or at least the animated Boba Fett episode, Alternate menu for each film, like uh, the prequels, with three different environments. Documentaries including mythology interview, ILM specials, and stuff like that. Behind-the-scenes featurette, including Ben Burt's sound con- conception film. What version of the film would, would you prefer? Ultimately, both versions would be great, but preferably the original theatri- theatrical version. What's each, what scene should be in or out the DVD? Uh, well, again, a special edition uh, Greedo shoot first. Uh, the f- the re- they have the scream when Luke falls away from Vader in Cloud City uh, would have been great to delete some of these scenes inserted if they match for example be the big scene would you still want an ultimate collector's edition in upcoming years and what would be in that box set well I'm guessing they do that anyway as I know a lot will be, will be missing uh, for this release as it will only be one disc of extras I'm hoping if they do have a six episode box set that they also add things like the Qui-Gon vs. Darth Maul fight on the ship ramp with uh, especially with Nick Gilliard uh, claiming they shot, they, that they shot and, the, and it looked great in the end uh, and little extra bits and pieces missing from the first two episodes you know there will be an, an ultimate edition even in Attack of the Clones you got the droish, the, the attack for, uh, with Kia Dimondi on the direct control ship that's available on, on hyperspace and you got the scene with Obi-Wan on Geonosis uh, just after he land and he gets attacked by some beast of the planet some yeah. wolf type I don't remember the name of the it's not an exu but uh, some type uh, you see Geonosian riding those beasts okay. I think in the uh, arena one day next? No, they weren't. Okay. In any case, yeah. <laughs> I see your point. And but there, yeah, there's right. still scenes that are not on the DVD, so there, there will be coming out with a, another version with and other scenes. To piss off fans, you know what's going to happen in September? They're going to give us a, a, a nice little extra, like Lord of the Ring did. But when they come out, they come out with a box set. It's going to be a tol- totally different set of extras. Mm. So. You're gonna you're gonna buy the other box set anyway. It's all depending on if people want to have the extras or not. If the movie is the same, if the only the extra uh, is different? different. If people don't don't watch the extras. Yeah, for people like you, don't watch the yeah. extras. But but I I I, I watch will. them, but <laughs> maybe once, so I can't rent it uh, uh, on the DVD store, you know. Mm-hmm. And I watch it on the weekend, and that's it. There you go. Uh, of course, that would be a great event, even for some fan force to do. You know, have some people over at one place, and there you go. You watch the DVD and the extras. Yeah. Who wants to sit through uh, about two no, hours? But, uh, George Lucas talking. <laughs> just uh, want to show you something. DVD party. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, at Dark Jedi, uh, at Dark for Jedi the first six. weekend uh, after uh, the DVD ca- comes out. Yippee! <laughs> that that's an event we'll come back onto yeah. in a couple in a co- uh, next year. He has a high definition TV. You know, there the, you go. the big. Uh, well, high definition is is, pr- is most definitely something that will play into the coming out of the next uh, few uh, treats we'll have from yeah. Lucasfilm. Okay, Mark Garrick now. Uh, that guy is actually saying really interesting stuff. Uh, first, even with the panning the prequels have taken thus far, I'm a I'm an ardent Star Wars fan. As we speak, I'm halfway through High Jedi by Michael A. Stackpole, and I've just landed on Corridan in the PC game Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, now I'm not collecting toys, going to conventions, waiting in line for five days for five days before Episode Three comes out. But I still consider myself a huge fan. I was six when A New Hope came out, and I've grown up thinking that the Star Wars universe was the and all be all of science fiction everything. In a nutshell, here's what George Lucas simply doesn't get. The Odyssey he created in 1977 has grown completely out of his direct control. The expanded universe he authorized in the early 90s isn't any longer. It's ours. The viewers, the readers, the players, etc. All of this has become our definitive vision of the reality of Star Wars. The special editions are fine, I watch them now and again. The film quality is better, the sound is more crisp, I'm okay with that. Yeah, Han doesn't shoot, first Jabba looks awful. Uh, but for the most part, the rest of the updates are fine. I like the updates for look for Cloud City, which was really yeah. interesting in the Empire Strikes Back. They look great. I like the addition of the Carson celebration in Return of the Jedi. That was a really nice addition, too. Whatever those movie while Lucas' definitive visions are, not mine. As low-tech and campy as A New Hope may seem feel, that's not how I like it. That was part of the allure, the mystique. Uh, even today, those movies all hold up. It was the movie released in 1977, 1980, and 1983 that affected the entire world, that changed movie making forever, that altered our views of what science fiction movies should look and feel like, not the special editions. As far as I'm concerned, Lucas is spitting in the face of each and every person that saw the original trilogy in the theaters up teens cabillion times that bought the Burger King glasses, that have bought all the action figures, the books, the comics, the video games, for me personally, that, that's games on at least different platforms, that put up with Jar Jar and Jake Lloyd, etc. I already own three of the four possible VHS and both prequel DVDs. The, the Phantom Menace I actually own in VHS as well. Uh, we are the ones that gave him his lifestyle, his security, his companies, his homes, his place in history. Where would the original trilogy be if no one went to see them? Would we have been able to spot the hundreds of millions of dollars if he put up of his own money to make the prequels if, if we hadn't but all but into the whole gig? Absolutely not. As far as I'm concerned, he owes us the courtesy of releasing the original trilogy. We're going to pay for it. What's another 75 bucks when I've, when I've spent a grand or so over the, the past 15 years? But that's what... That, that's what you do for your friends when they when they do you a favor you pay back you may not like it but you may not always like it but you but you do it because that's the way it is I'm expecting to see uh, episode excited. three I'm excited to see uh, episode three I loved episode two and episode one is better since episode two came out I'll be purchasing my copy of the original trilogy DVD when they come out maybe not the first day I hope at some point Lucas remembered that in April of 1977, he was nothing, and in June of that same year, he was a film legend. And it wasn't because Greedo shot first, it wasn't because Jabba was in there, it wasn't because of the digital X-Wing, it was because of his original vision, the vision that he shared then. That's what we all want to see again. There you go. 
Good point. Uh, rough, but really good points. I have to admit. Um, you know, it's sure. It, it, the, the, the special edition are great, but for I probably half of the people, they they prefer the original trilogy. That's it. For now. You know. For now. Okay. Uh, we were talking earlier about the uh, the supercalifragilistic edition, as I like to call it, okay. uh, which will be released with uh, never-before-seen footage from the basement of Lucasfilm, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I I said in another in another of our show, uh, we've already talked about the uh, the further release of DVDs and stuff like that in in the Star Wars universe, and uh, that we will we would actually see something in 2015 mm. with uh, the never seen never before seen footage and, and stuff like that, you know, because you always keep some of those in for for your whole days. <laughs> yeah. Um. What what our last email said was really right, you know. We actually did. We actually made the Empire, the the Lucasfilm Empire, what it is today, mm-hmm. and. They do listen to us. That's, it. That's how they repay us. They listen to every. They they give us everything we want. Almost. They make they, they <laughs> make us pay for it. That's it. But if we want something hard enough, they give yes. they give it That's to us. For September, what I'm expecting to see is the real the, the same thing I would have bought on VHS. Again, mm-hmm. would it have come out? Uh, it's going to be simply the special edition with cut and paste onto DVD. That's it. You know, just a very nice digital version of of it. Uh, did I was I waiting for any extras? The only extra I could wait for would, would basically be a little making of episode three, uh, some of the web ducks maybe that are on hyperspace. The cut scene in the extras DVD, probably. N- not, not even not, not even no, the cut scenes. But I think but they, well, they, they should put it because the. Behind the magic, that's uh, it. CD-ROM, they're, they're not making it anymore. That's right. So they could probably put it on DVD since it's it's more current media now. Yeah. So they they they. they they're actually going to have an next one CD for the actual uh, extra extras and stuff like that. So they can put a lot of extras on one D on one D on one yeah. DVD documentary. Uh, I'd really love to see those making of. Because I miss them and they're really hard to find. The old day special, if you ask me, I believe should actually have its very own DVD. Yeah, it's too long to put on. It's two hours and a half, something like that, just two to put hours. it. But we just destroy it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I put it on DVD. No, no, but you're gonna no, see it but eventually. No, but George hated. George don't don't like it at all. I think he want to forget it. Who likes it? <laughs> okay, we've That's got a it. really nice Star Wars on Direct challenge for all your listeners out there. We <laughs> want you to find someone who really, really liked and enjoyed the Star Wars Holiday Special. You probably uh, <laughs> we're gonna get all the S and M freaks of the Star Wars <laughs> fandom. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, for the for for the September's, I'm not I'm not expecting anything, you know. No, just basic cut and paste. Cut and paste of the I VHS. think maybe even the documentaries, maybe not even new. They will That's it. Maybe take uh, documentaries from the old v- VHS cassette and put it down on uh, on well, the DVD. Well, the making of I Ex- thought only the commentary w- would be new. 
Yeah, if if the uh, if they had some commentaries, but you oh, know, I'm as sure we as we were saying earlier uh, when we were having supper, will George Lucas really take the time to actually sit through the Star Wars movie while watching it, talking to us, saying, "I remember when we did that scene. Something did this, this, and that happened uh, back in Tunisia. This, this, and that happened. You know, and stuff like that." I don't think so. Sadly enough, uh, no, I don't think I, there's he, a time. To, he will to that. find the time. I think. He needs maybe one day per per movie, per movie, and could do a a good job. I think he's getting paid. Does it really matter? <laughs> That's it. He's getting paid again. <laughs> of course we'll pay. Of course we'll pay for that. Okay. I think it, it's one of the features that the fans want. Mm-hmm. George yeah. Lucas commentary. So you you need to put that on. Yep. Okay, I'm going to read a few things that will definitely. Okay, the Supercalifragilistic edition will have actually the sixth movie in it. It's probably going to come in either box set of Darth Vader's helmet, a rebel pilot helmet, Th- that's, or that's the your Death ideal Star. dream. That, that, that's like the, the ideal dream of a fanboy. Okay. Uh, then you're going to see on every movie there's going to be the, the first version of the movie, which we all saw in theater the first time, and there's going to be the option to see the special edition of the movie with all the scene, all of them included in there. Or not. No, no. Maybe the, uh, an option to put them no, that's in it, or that's put it. them out. That's what I'm, that's what okay. I'm saying. Original or the special edition with all the scenes in it. Okay. But not an, it, it would be really nice to have the option to, to watch the actual special edition. Except for I a new hope. Except I for a new hope. For a new hope, you'll have the option to retrieve <laughs> Greedo Shoot first. Uh, but the option. in the, I think it's the Terminator 3 uh, or 2. Uh, you have the option to put you want to listen to the movie with the deleted scene in it? Yeah, that's it. Well, or uh, the theatrical version? That's it. Well, exactly like that. Okay. But that, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but even for the original trilogy, I want to I see the, the theatrical version or the special edition version. And, you know, I, I want to be able to see a third edition with, like, all of the, uh, the actual cutscenes in it and stuff like that. Uh, there's going to be I don't think at least three wait <laughs> there's going to be at least three extra DVDs uh, for every uh, one for the, the making of the prequels one for the making of the uh, the original trilogy and I want one with uh, all the, the scenes that they just couldn't edit into the movie you know like the 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 Kaiari Mandi scene uh, Droid Assault Ship which they, they couldn't do because they would have to put way too many hours in there mm-hmm. to edit it and all. Um, all the little uh, gags and stuff like that on that extra DVD. You know, the, the, the most Easter eggs and funny things. But that would be a nine-set DVD and a box set that would look like the Death Star, that would look like Darth Vader's helmet or Luke Skywalker's helmet from, uh, from, the, star f- from the X-Wing pilot. That would be really Actually, kicking ass. <laughs> I, I don't think it will be more than six once uh, one DVD per film because when it will be coming out, there will be some kind of new DVD. Yeah. A more uh, higher content DVD mm-hmm. that you you will be able to put monster amount of of that on. That's it. But let's let's face yeah. that. Let's just say that for You're thinking now... thinking something about like the Alien Quadrilogy or something? The Alien Quadrilogy, but like in Japan. In Japan, they have this really nice, big alien head okay. in which all the CDs are inserted in, like in place of its brain. Okay. That's, it's really cool looking. You can look at it. You can actually pick the DVDs out. And it's, it's really nice. Um, 
you know. But dream on. That's for the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That's for the 50 years of Star Wars. 50 years, my <laughs> I probably be dead or something. Well, 30 no, years I is in 2007, so 50 years is going to be in 2027. So you should still be uh, alive. Yeah. You know. For sure. I'll offer it to you. I'll go. Oh I'll go God. to the old folks' home and give it to you. I hope you have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I should by then. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Um, now I'm actually going to read... Uh, Man, Brian, you look like you have an hangover or something. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna, I'm going to actually read some of the surreal stuff uh, that, we, uh, that we received in our email. That's the Ain't It Cool News? That's, uh, no, th I'm actually going to read something, some of the emails part, and after that I'm going to read uh, mm -hmm. the Ain't It Cool News. Well, I'm going to judge if we... Have the time or not? Uh, we don't have the time. We got to call people now. That's well. We I'm, have the, uh, I'm just going to read the the email, and after that, I'll uh, I'll drop. To watch the, the time. You yeah, I know, but I'm going to read the email, and then I'm going to drop the edit cool news. That's what I'm saying. Mark Fitzsimmons sent us a an email about that. Uh, Mace Windu and Qui Gon should be put into the final Jedi scene with Ben, Yoda, and Anakin in Return of the Jedi. That's not going to happen. Uh, the celebration scene in Return of the Jedi sh could be improved, and some new cities from the first three movies should be included, as an example, uh, Naboo. Yeah. That could be cool. Right. The celebration scene. We see Naboo in each three movies. Why not? You want to see Gungan in Return of the Jedi? Not necessarily Gungan, <laughs> but Naboo. You see the, the, the Teed Palace or something? Teed Palace, maybe. But yeah. Well, there would be Gungan there. Yeah, well, <laughs> Uh, the headstone outside. Oh, that would be what would be nice if you have like one stormtrooper who tried to resist and you see him killing a Gungan oh, senator. No. That's the end of Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the headstone outside of the Elmstead in Episode Two would be digitally added to the link uh, to link the scenes with Episode Four. You know, in time and it's a desert and sandstorms and stuff like that. They were destroyed in time. Uh, if Amidala is not killed off in Episode Three, as some reports suggest. She is. It's her fate. Should remain as it is. She died when Leia was young. Spoiler, spoiler. L listen, listen to our uh, Star Wars hyperspace section if you're spoiler full. If not, well, make your own idea. Uh, I'm not a Jar Jar basher, but if the saga is released as a box set, some scenes with Jar Jar should be cut because they simply don't add to the story. Who cares if Jar Jar can juggle? These scenes are prime example of Ilam showing off and saying, "Hey, look at what we can do," while everybody else says, "Yeah." You just like messed up a perfectly good you can't franchise. Say it. You just fucked up a perfectly good <laughs> franchise. <laughs> If these DVDs are released and another is released in a few years' time with more improvement, and I think fans will wash their hands of the franchise in disgust after being asked for, for to 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 fork out for much money uh, of the saga in its different version. So I say to Lucasfilm, you have one last chance, make it count. Okay, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm going to come back to that again. You know, you asked for the DVD on Trilogy, for the Trilogy on DVD, sorry about that. Take it, but give them more time to do something better. And don't ask for more than the Trilogy on DVD right now. Just be patient. Uh, Eric Barber sent us another thing. Uh, reshoot all the lightsaber sequence. Wouldn't be hard, really. Vader is the antagonist in, in all the fight, and since he wears a mask and a full bodysuit, they just have to find someone who's that tall and practices martial arts. Obi-Wan wears his cloak with the hood up, so there would be a far less amount of digital editing than Luke. Luke would be the hard one. I doubt it would be that hard, though. Christopher Lee wasn't the one doing those moves in Episode 2, and it's very dark in both, uh, in both duels that Luke takes place. 
So the same technique would probably work, although I realize it would be much harder. Well, you know. I don't think you need to uh, redo you the know. duel. That's not going to happen, first of all. And second of all, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, in episode 3 you got probably the best fight ever uh, with Anakin and, and, and Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. And you, if you listen to 1 through 6, you got in episode 3 the best fight ever and you... You put in the, the next DVD and you see Vader and Obi-Wan again with the worst fight ever, you know? That's it's, it, it is going to... It's go- strange, but... It's strange, but I can explain you know, it in that, in that very easy way. We're probably going to learn in Episode 3 why he's going to fight that way in Episode 4 afterward. You know, maybe he, want, he wants to make it count and makes it the lesson for Luke. Maybe he needs to die. Maybe it's a, he knows it's a suicidal no. mission. Is, uh, he is, is that strong. He knows he's force. not coming back. Yeah. That's it. He's heading for those uh, those things, but that's it. That's all. Okay, well, we're going to try and call some of the people now. That's in the listening. But sadly enough, I see none of them in the chat. We'll surprise them. That's right. We're going to have to surprise them. Uh, I'm going to call this person called JC. And uh, we're going to see what we uh, can do. Don't forget that. That's what I just did. Okay. <laughs> and that's live calling. We don't know his first name, so if he doesn't... Okay. <laughs> I can see. Uh, uh, I hope he's not... He's not thinking he's the, the Jedi Council by himself, but... We're giving this a shot, people. <laughs> and we're going to give it up to four rings. And if no answer after four rings, I'm going to give this one another chance. Okay, that's it. You know, we're on a schedule, people. You have to be there. Uh, let's see this one. I don't need to do that. Uh... There you go. That's a local call. <laughs> You're gonna Are you be serious? Happy. Yeah. Maybe we'll answer in French. I don't think so. Hello? Hello. Are we speaking with Bobby? We are. Hi, Bobby. This is Sebastian, uh, the host of Star Wars on Direct. Hi. How are you? We're very good. Are you listening to us right now? Yes, we are. Oh, well, her- hello, everybody. Uh, you told us to give you a call. There we are. <laughs> Can you just hold on 10 seconds? Just gonna grab switch the phone, okay? No okay. problem. Hang on. So, yeah, that's it. I mean, people come in the chat, please. Tell us you're there. Yeah. Give us a sign if you want us to call you. Otherwise... We can't uh, hear the uh, Oscars on the background. There you go. <laughs> we're going to ask him. If yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, we've got a question for you first. Sure. Has uh, Lord of the Rings won any Oscars yet? It has. Well, it, the first, uh, believe it or not, nomination is for the art direction. Yes. And they're just about to present the award right now. The winner is. Give me just one second. We're going to know this live. <laughs> oh. Lord of the Rings just won for best art direction. There, there you, go. you go. All right. Big clap. Woo! <laughs> okay. So, the original Star Wars trilogy on DVD. Yes. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> well, I think it's a great idea. I think it's about time. Uh, and like I mentioned in the email, 
the, so far, not in because of, of the movie itself, but I think the best DVD I've ever seen in terms of interaction is the Terminator 2 DVD. Okay. It's got the option of being able to kind of have like selecting the alternate endings and extended editions to be inserted into the movie. So you can have kind of the option of either putting in the deleted scenes or not having them in. The way I see it, because of the whole turmoil with the fans of like whether they do or don't like the special editions versus the original trilogy, I think the best way to do it would be to have the entire package all under like one like kind of specific menu where you can have like the special edition version to be able to be viewed or the original trilogy version to be viewed or a combination of both. Okay. Like if you basically select, for example, like some people don't like, let's say, the Jabba scene, right? Yeah. Like you can actually like maybe select it out, you know? But let's say some people like the, the new Greedo shot, then you can keep that in. Or, you know, the opposite way. You can either have like the original Greedo shot in, but you kind of like the way the Moss Espa es escape is versus mm -hmm. the original trilogy, you know? Yeah. So kind of always like give like a possibility of combining either the two okay. or either of the above. Yeah. Different sequences. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, the way I see it is, why why wouldn't you be able to do it? I mean, it's like it's Lucasfilm. I mean, they could pretty much do anything in terms of technology. <laughs> I mean, why can't they do it? I mean, if Terminator 2 can do it, and it's not really like the biggest DVD out there, the way I see it is, it's just like, you know, it's a DVD that's out on the market. It's a good DVD. It's got good sound quality, really interactive menus. But the thing that makes it really interesting, I find, is that you can actually watch a version of the movie that can never exist. Only the fan can create it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what they should do with the Star Wars thing. Because I like a lot of the stuff that's on the special edition. I don't like all of it, but I personally would like to see, let's say, for example, all of the special edition version, except for, let's say, for example, the Greedo shot. Yeah. You know? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. I think that the whole thing rocks in terms of special edition, except for maybe when they're running in Cloud City and some of the outside shots are, like, kind of superimposed on the white background. Okay. You know? But that's just my opinion. Some people might like that, you know. Uh, maybe the, uh, the the scene where Vader basically is walking out of Cloud City and he says, uh, "The original trilogy, bring me my ship." But then, like, there's like this completely different other line in the in the uh, special edition trilogy, you know, that you know, like, uh, "Prepare my shuttle for my arrival" or something. Maybe uh -huh. that could be kind of like all kinds of stuff like that, you know. But as long as maybe the fans can have access to it and kind of create their own like favorite version of what the Star Wars, Star Wars movie could be, you know. Yeah. Indeed. And uh, how about an ultimate version of the DVD? What should be uh, on those DVDs well, if they come out? Ultimate version would have to be, I think, on a separate DVD, uh, the special edition, on a separate DVD, the original. Um, on, uh, let's say, for example, a third disc would have to probably be, for example, I don't know if anybody saw the uh, making, of a, making of a trilogy which came out, I think, on the THX version of the VHS. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it. The original uh, THX versions of it. So I think maybe that should be like one specific movie. Throw in the holiday special. I think that that should be completely in there. Whether it's a, a joke or not, it's for those who grew up at the time when Star Wars was fresh and new, uh, I think that that's as important as anything because I remember seeing, uh, you know, Boba Fett when I was like on mm -hmm. cartoon form. I think that the two Ewok movies should be in there. Uh, What else? You can put in... Uh, An old multimedia uh, with encyclop uh, encyclopedia and everything. <laughs> you can put everything in there. Well, I don't know if they're going to be able to put the encyclopedia because there's the mi the, the Magic Behind the Myth DVD... Uh, CD-ROM. Kind of would 
probably cost too much money to put that in there. Yeah. I think because of the fact that there's this whole encyclopedic library that already exists mm-hmm. on every single one of them, uh, it's kind of difficult to be able to incorporate that. But in terms of viewing pleasure on TV, form for DVD, I think anything that was ever released in terms of Star Wars material should be brought into an ultimate edition. Uh, the cartoons, uh, like droids, Clone Wars, all in mm-hmm. sequence, for God's sake. The commercials, uh, the commercial uh, teaser. Uh, yeah, all of it, all of it. You know, I mean, I, it's not going to come out for quite some time, this Ultimate Edition, because, I mean, it really depends. Lucas is kind of being seen as, like this, for, for, in my opinion, he's kind of being seen as either someone very, very anal in terms of the way he's controlling it, or he's seeing <laughs> it. It's either the above, but only, the only way we're going to find out is Episode 3. I mean, it's pretty much the, the do-or-die thing now for the trilogy. Because I think that Phantom Menace was very underrated. I think that Attack of the Clones was great. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that, you know, most of the original fans from the original trilogy are in their 30s now, they still see the, trilog- the new trilogy as, you know, for kids. But yeah. I think they all forgot the whole purpose that when we were kids, we did, you know, we were digging this kind of stuff. Yeah. Personally, I think Attack of the Clones is flawless. I don't think that there's anything wrong. Uh, some people didn't like the love story. I think it was great. But it, you had to put that in there? Well, you know? I mean, the way I see it is because it's going to be very complicated to please everybody with yeah. this thing. You know, the original trilogy is just the fact that it's going to be out there is going to probably please a lot of people. I mean, uh, the only reason I think I buy DVDs is because I'm hoping that Star Wars is going to come out on DVD. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the reason why we're there. You know, I mean... The Indiana Jones thing, it's about time it came out, you know. But, I don't know, it's hard to say. I mean, this is just my opinion, because like I said, every, like I'm reading on the net, like the stuff that you guys are putting out, yeah. and, I don't know, for a DVD package for the original trilogy, I know that for some people they say that it sucks, that it's only going to be the special edition, but maybe it's because he's kind of holding out on an ultimate edition, or... Yeah, you don't, you don't have that time, he has to, to work on the episode 3 right now. <laughs> well, episode 3 is pretty much done. It's got yeah. six more months to do, it's all post-production. I think he's got to rush Indiana, uh, Indiana Jones 4. That's the next thing that's got to be mm-hmm. taken care of as quickly as possible. And I have a feeling that episodes uh, 7, 8, and 9 are going to be in uh, full animation. Because he's opened up Lucasfilm Animation Department, which is something brand new. Yeah. Uh, the way that his animation team is going and the success of the Clone Wars on TV, even though it's just a micro-series, I think that we're, g- we're going to see episodes 7, 8, and 9 on an animation level. Yeah, that could be cool. Well, Bobby, uh, you have great comments. We hope to uh, have you uh, back on the show uh, someday. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> It was our pleasure, really. Thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Next we call. I'm actually, I think I'm going to try and reach uh, our friend Andrew here, because uh, he's also from Canada, and we don't have many uh, Canadian fans on the show. We have a Nathan Rumbling also coming up after the, f- the phone calls. That's right. Yes, Nathan, we will, we will uh, play your, <laughs> your rumbling. <laughs> your rumbling on the show. Okay, here we go. You have his first name? Yeah. Yes. The dreadful silence of the ringing. <laughs> hello? Yeah, hello. May we speak with Andrew, please? Just a moment, please. So everyone that was Andrew's mom? <laughs> Probably. Or wife? Or wife, who knows. That's right. Hello? Hi, Andrew. Yeah. How are you doing? This is uh, Sebastian from the Star Wars on Direct show. Yeah. 
You're live? Hang <laughs> a second. I got it. What's that? You're live on the show. No kidding. And yep. uh, <laughs> we, we've just read your email uh, a couple of minutes ago. Okay. Uh, it was a very, very interesting email. Very good points. I don't imagine it's anything different to what most, uh, most people think. <laughs> uh, it was harsh, though. <laughs> it was harsh? All right, a little harsh. But I think you pretty much represented everyone in what you were saying. Uh, I don't know if you've been listening to the show or the Oscars. I'm kind of watching the Oscars a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, is there anything you, you, you thought of that you'd like to add back into the um, into into what you, you sent, sent to us in the email? Uh, to be honest, I wasn't actually expecting you guys to read it. I figured you'd get deluged with so many emails that you just kind of go through a couple and delete. Oh, no. We got 40 emails, but we read them all. <laughs> um, I can't think of anything right now that want to change. Okay. Uh, what about an ultimate DVD? What would you put in an ultimate DVD uh, for the future? Well, basically, if it's going to be the ultimate, you want to have as much as you possibly can, right? So you want to have every version of the film in every form that it's existed. Mm -hmm. So you'd want the original trilogy, you'd want the special edition. I know Lucas mentioned once something about having it where you could watch a storyboard version of the whole film, and then like the rough cut, and then the whole cut with the special effects and so on and so forth. I mean, if, it, if the technology is there for DVD, why not make use of it? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Have some fun with it. But primarily, you know what? The vast majority of people, I think, are just going to be happy to have the movie. Yeah, on DVD. On you DVD. Know, we're, we're waiting not to use our VHS anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> yes, Andrew. <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot for your comments, and we will let you get back to the Oscars. That's right. Uh, feel free to send us some more email because uh, you make a very interesting points. Oh, I'm glad you think so. Thank you. <laughs> Have a nice evening. Take care, guys. Bye. Okay. Well, I think we're going to go to Nathan's Rumbling. Okay. And uh, we're also going to go with the little musical break after, right after Nathan's rumbling. We're going to be listening to In Your Eyes of Peter Gabriel. And yep. after that, we'll be right back with the secondary subject, which is Triumph the Insult Dog versus Star Wars Geeks. Yep. That dog will be hot after this show. Hello America, Canada, and everyone else who missed me last time on Star Wars on Direct. I apologize for the absence. Maybe the post-fan audio award party left me a little tipsy. That's odd for someone who doesn't drink and a party that didn't exist, but, you know, it works. It's an excuse. Congratulations, by the way, go out to the Star Wars on Direct team on their greatest multicultural effort Founders Choice Award. The same goes to Sebastian, who might not realize that until a tiebreaker vote, he, Hanel, and I were all tied for the Best Radio Show Host Fan Audio Academy Award. I should also try to catch up on the topic of the last show. My comment? Uh, read the girl power chapter of Will Brooker's awesome Star Wars study using the Force, creativity, community, and Star Wars fans. You'll like it, and it fits with the topic. Anyway, to the topic at hand, the original trilogy on DVD. But that's not really what it is, is it? It's the special edition trilogy on DVD. That's something else entirely. Me? I welcome any release of the pre-1999 Star Wars films on DVD because, well, we haven't had one yet, and the VCDs suck. Try playing them on a regular-sized TV. They suck. No more of this if you don't want it on VHS. Get it on these little crappy Malaysian disc things, okay? Thanks. Look, we've had plenty of different versions, sure, but we've never had legitimate DVDs of these films. 
Now, I'm sure we could go on all day about what we liked about the special editions, what we didn't, what we'd like to see for bonus material, what we don't. But if this ends up at all like the release of the Indiana Jones trilogy, we can expect some great transfers, a few nifty treats, but nothing nearly as entertaining as a two-disc prequel set. And, oh yeah, Lucasfilm? I'm still waiting for the rest of the young Indiana Jones series on VHS that just screwed us with by releasing only half before canceling the run, you cheap-ass bastards. But I digress. No, what really intrigues me about the release of A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi on DVD this September isn't what's there, but what isn't, and how it plays havoc with one of Lucasfilm's frequent gripes. You see, we're getting the 1997 special editions of the films. That's fine. The original versions will never be available, they say. That's cool. Whatever. But you know, for a company that bitches and complains about bootlegging as much as they do, Lucasfilm sure as hell plays into their hands every chance they get, don't they? First, we get the line that bootleg copies of the films are harming ticket sales, even among core fans. Look, I don't know about you, but I don't think I know a single longtime diehard Star Wars core fan that didn't see each prequel more than once in the theaters. Shit, I saw The Phantom Menace four times on opening day with different groups of friends. Second, we get the line that the evil Z bootleg of Episode One and all the various files on peer-to-peer -peer networks harm their home video sales, even among, again, core fans. You know, I don't know about you, but I think that's pretty idiotic as well, at least for core fans. How do I know? Let's see. The full-screen and widescreen box sets of the special editions on VHS, the full-screen and widescreen box sets of the THX remastered originals on VHS, the pre-THX full-screen and limited edition box sets of the original on VHS, the special editions in Episode 1 on BCD, the original trilogy on CED, the full-screen and widescreen editions of The Phantom Menace on VHS and DVD, the full-screen edition of Attack of the Clones on VHS and DVD, and the widescreen edition of Episode 2 on DVD, all on my video shelf. Tell me so. Core fans will see the films over and over and buy virtually every new revamped version of these films that you want to toss at us, because that's what we do. You produce, we buy. We bitch, but we buy. But you know, while the choice to wait on the special editions and the Episode 1 DVD before it for so long before putting them out on DVD might make sense to create anticipation for the films when they finally hit the stores, their choice of versions just plays into the hands of the very bootleggers they get their shorts so bunched up about. Do you know how many Star Wars films will hit DVD in their original incarnations? Well, barring Episode 3, none of them will. Even the two prequels already on DVD have been tweaked from their film versions. The Phantom Menace even has two versions out on home video like the original films, depending on if you buy VHS or DVD. Now we also don't end up with the original films on DVD, only the special editions. Does anyone out there actually think that the moment the special editions become the big seller and fans start griping even more about the original versions being absent, that the many bootleggers all over sites like eBay won't immediately change their tactics and start selling bootlegs of the original versions this time around? Hell, I'd buy them. I kind of wish I hadn't tossed out the old bootleg Hong Kong DVD of The Phantom Menace that I was given ages ago, because now it's the only way I'll ever get to see the original version on DVD. What is it with the suits these days? I mean, the RIAA is yelling about music downloading, then gets slapped with a judgment about music companies fixing CD prices for years. Doesn't the latter immediately assume that the former is going to take place? Here's hoping that Lucasfilm learns from the music industry's mistake and actually gives fans what they're clamoring for and undercuts any chance of bootleggers making hordes of cash off their mistakes. Core fans want to have each version of the saga that they love. If you can't justify it for the small tweaks to the prequels, we can understand. But for Christ's sake, get your shit together and put the original classic trilogy out there. You'll make money, bootleggers will lose money. 
Otherwise, don't complain when those originals start popping up all over the internet. You've made your own bed. With something to think about that really pisses me off, I'm Nathan Butler. Now back to the guys in Canada.
Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Hi, this is Michael Sheard, Admiral Ozzel from The Empire Strikes Back. And you are listening to Star Wars On Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Brought to you, not by the Oscar, but meanwhile, the Oscars are going on. <laughs> this is really fun going against the Oscar. Um... Unlike Fox, which is showing uh, the episode one tonight, I, I'm, I'm guessing they're like nah, Star Wars fan. They won't it, care. They won't care about Lord of the Rings, so we'll have too, their rating. Is it too early to show Attack of the Clone on TV? I don't think um, so. I don't think it's been on TV yet. But it hasn't yeah. been on TV it, yet. It so. could have been a great, uh, a, a good day to put that. Yeah, Maybe but with on. really crappy uh, viewers. Yeah. <laughs> really low uh, ratings for. Put on the Phantom Menace. Nobody likes that yeah. one. That's it. Everyone, everyone's watching the Oscars. Um, so, it's the proof that Fox can indeed make some smart moves. Unlike some other people, because, you know, the wise man doesn't necessarily make the right decision with, like, George Lucas with those DVDs and other people. In any case, wise right now, man. we're going to be watching, uh, we're going to be listening to Insult Dog uh, Triumph, Triumph the Insult Dog versus the Star Wars Geek uh, back in the uh, Attack of the Clone line in... Uh, New York City and uh, after that we're going to be right back it takes about 10 minutes and we're going to be right back to rant about that subject uh, with Samantha so with Samantha uh, she was the female that uh, no other Star Wars fan could please That's so it. we're supposed to have her in the last show but we're, we're, giving, we're giving her another shot we're going to be calling yeah. her tonight go ahead it's premiere night here for Attack of the Clones but outside the Ziegfeld Theater is the real show, Return of the Dorks. Thousands of 35-year-old men waiting days, even months, for just a taste of George Lucas's table scraps. Lonely men who have never had sex, not even with a Catholic priest. And here with, uh, all right, you're dressed as uh, a huge nerd, yes? Yes. No, what, seriously, you're supposed to be... I'm what? supposed to be a Jedi. You're a Jedi Knight, yes. yes. And uh, what are the uh, principles of the Jedi Knight? To, uh, always, uh, to always defend truth and justice throughout yes. the galaxy. And to eat a lot of peanut m and <laughs> <laughs> Throughout the galaxy. <laughs> you know what's good about this uh, costume, folks? Take a look. He has the ability... He can crap his pants and no one will know. Everyone is dating and rousing games of Star Wars Stratego. This is Risk. Very exciting. This game is normally played uh, indoors by 12-year-olds. This is a nice break for you. You're getting away from the drudgery of your normal mundane life. Spent playing Stratego at home. <laughs> Unbelievable. Look, among the nerds, I found an actual girl here. Look at this. Not, not too shabby around here, huh, honey? The male-female ratio, yeah? 
I mean, you've got your ver veritable pick of the litter. You can choose from all of all kinds of guys who have no idea how to please you. <laughs> she said pretty much, yeah. Who's going to stand up to this challenge? I will. <laughs> You're going to stand up to this? Yeah, right, and I'm stooping lassie. It's a big commitment, all these guys standing in line here all this time waiting for the show. How do you explain this to your imaginary girlfriend? <laughs> look at this one. Oh my God. You look like some kind of super nerd. That was built. It looks like you were built in a laboratory out of parts from a lesser nerd. You know, like he's a bionic nerd, if you will. Yes, I all be wanna whack off right now. I don't deal with lesser life forms. You don't deal with lesser life forms? You must be a lonely guy. Look at you. How are you, cutie? What parent forced you to do this? <laughs> right over here. Sweetie. I'm uh, Princess Twi'lek. That's adorable. <laughs> That's really very, very cute. I'll be right over here. It's very, very cute. For me to poop out. So what's going on here? You've got a little future nerd in here? Yes, yes, future nerd, future Jedi. When is he due? June 27, six weeks. Wow. <laughs> That's the last time he'll ever see female genitalia. <laughs> He's feeding your pet snake and or tarantula. <laughs> If I didn't come out here and find out what you Jedi were up to, I need no master Look at this. Look at this. It's a geek from another dimension. Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings? Come here. I am Black Wolf the Dragon Master. <laughs> you are unofficial wizard, and don't you forget it. All right. And don't you forget to finish your filet of fish. Oh, quiet. Dragon Master. Oh, quiet. Burger King, where all Dragon Masters eat. <laughs> You're here just to pay your respects to the Jedi. Hello. You are you are one out. You are one uninformed hound. You know that? Uh, it's called reality, my friend. <laughs> Apparently, the nerds are looking for a Jedi to challenge the nerds from Lord of the Rings. Whichever one of you wins is the Uber board. You're even lucky your, your, your superiors at late night even, even decided to let you out today. Seriously? Have yes. You, have you ever talked to a woman without having to give your credit card number? <laughs> You know what? Take this! <laughs> Fresh hound! Quite an imagination, yes. Do you think the whole plot of this movie 
uh, is a little far-fetched. What do you guys think? Of course not. And we're now let's talk about spoilers here. Uh, I've got some spoilers. Who wants to hear a spoiler? Yeah, Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> The Darth Vader impersonation from The Empire Strikes Back. Keep it. You have failed me for the last time, Admiral Captain Piet. Yes, my lord. <laughs> Make ready the fleet and deploy it out so that nothing gets off the system. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. exactly like it, but, but you're, you're not breathing heavily? No. Imagine you've just Run ten feet and you're out of time. <laughs> Very exciting. Darth Vader himself is here. All the other nerds tremble in his presence. What are you supposed to be? This would be my chest box that helps me to breathe. So this is to help you breathe, yes? Yes. And which of these <laughs> which of these buttons calls your parents to pick you up? What are you supposed to do? I am a stormtrooper. You are a huge nerd. <laughs> you are a hot dog. The stormtroopers talk like 60s robots? <laughs> no idea. I am a stormtrooper. I was built by uh, Felix the Cat. <laughs> you know something you would look really good with some uh, sauerkraut and some mustard? What? Are, you, are you a Korean guy under there? <laughs> Oh my god, that was a close one. We are witnessing an actual Star Wars nerd wedding. Truly beautiful. Can I ask a question about the couple? Where are they spending their honeymoon? Which which arcade? <laughs> The groom has kissed the bride after years of practicing on his sister in Iwaktar. And now the nerds are congregating for the ceremonial banging of the plastic toys. This is what a nerd circle joke looks like. You guys ready for some trivia? Here's the first question. What substance was uh, Han Solo frozen in? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. The correct answer is who gives a <laughs> This is a very exciting ritual. They play the previous crappy movie while the nerds act out scenes from it. Let's enjoy it. 
All right, now they're asking to be pulled up. Let's call for good backup. Look who's here, guys! Look who's here! Here is over. We have enjoyed our stay, but the forces of reality and the demands of a normal sex life compel us to depart. May the force be with you. For me, to Papa. Hi, this is Steve Sansweet. And you were listening to Star Wars on the Left. And we're back on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom, and we've got a very special guest. We've got the women that the woman that cannot be pleased by anyone surrounding her. Samantha, <laughs> how you doing? Good, how are you? We're doing very good. Um uh, Personally, I'm going to say a little thing about that skit. Uh, it wasn't bad. It made me laugh, I have to say. But there was one thing that really pissed me off, and I'm going to let Samantha tell us a little bit about it. What were what were you really waiting in line for? We were actually raising money for charity while we were waiting in line. We were raising money for the Starlight Children's Foundation. And basically what we were doing is we were raising money to help buy these fun centers for a local hospital so that children who were terminally ill could actually have, you know, something fun to do while they're in the hospital other than being hooked up to IVs and getting medicine all the time. They could sit there and watch movies and play PlayStation and have fun with things like that. Okay. Uh, we did saw about maybe two badges of the of the charity itself, but Conan O'Brien never spoke about it on his show, or Triumph never asked you about it. No, they never asked us anything about the charity. During any time that they were interviewing any of us, the show spent two, two separate Saturdays there. I'm actually in the skit twice with two separate costumes, and they must have had at least six hours of footage time, and they never once asked us about the charity that we were working for. Okay. Um, basically, as you just said, they were there for two Saturday uh, in a li in a line. Uh, what, when I watched the the little uh, little sketch on uh, on, uh, on on TV, or when I watched it back again uh, on the net and everything, I can see you know it's basically cutting at really odd places. You know, at one time you see a guy with a Yoda crawling up his shoulder, but then the Yoda suddenly disappear. Uh, how was it working with the production of the Conan O'Brien crew? Uh, I mean, were they like easy to work with or being you know you're going to do what we want you to do because that's the image we want to give of you they i mean they were pretty easy to work with i mean you got nobody really saw what went on behind the scenes um the guy who actually um does the uh, puppet robert schmeigel he actually had another guy holding a piece of paper to the, off to the side which had all of the insults on them so every single insult that you hear was already planned and written down on a paper. It was just a matter of when he wanted to use them. Okay. Okay. I mean, they were pretty. They were pretty easy to work with. They weren't like, "Hey, stand here, you know, say this." 
they just took it as as it went. That's it. Uh, do, do you know if they actually uh, had the spug dude that uh, came in or something like that? I don't. That was actually the second Saturday that they were there that they had the stock dude come in, and all I remember is I went out to get lunch, and when I came back, everyone was lined up. And there was a Spock there. <laughs> I, I don't know if they, if you know, the Conan O'Brien show brought him in or not, or if it was just another random guy that came to the line. Another uh, Dragon Master. A- another Black Wolf, the, gr- the Dragon <laughs> Master. Yeah, the the Dragon Master. I I'm pretty sure he might have just uh, shown up in a taxi. I I don't remember exactly because it was two years ago. But I think he just showed up in a in a taxi and he was just there and nobody was expecting it. That's it. It was still pretty funny to show up, you know. <laughs> uh, the the well, the guys and the girls in there. Uh, I mean, you must have had quite a quite a quite a, ta- a fun time with the dog himself. Uh, were you guys? Did you did you give any idea of thing to shoot for uh, for the 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 Conan crew? Um. We really didn't have, like, any... They didn't tell us, you know... I mean, I didn't find out that they were coming to the line until that morning. I mean, we we were having, um, like, a mock wedding that day. And before I knew it, the Conan O'Brien show was there. There was, like I said, anything that happened in the skit just happened as it went along. Okay. You know, that That was how we were, you know, the entire time that we were there we were on this line for three weeks and anything that you see there is just what we were doing we were watching movies we were we did all those plastic lightsabers were actually you know scattered all around you know and yeah. nothing was scripted at all it was just that's how it was okay well that's that's pretty good I'm happy to to hear they did show a little side a little side of reality still uh, especially with that dog <laughs> keep, keep on keeping on talking about reality itself mm-hmm. um What else could I ask? Did you like the experience? Because you were pretty oh. shy. Did you actually said those things to uh, to the guy who was holding the dog? Pretty much, you know. That pretty much, or did he well, just came up with that? I came up with that. I mean, that was at that point. I it was. I had only been a Star Wars fan for maybe five or six months, and I immediately jumped straight into fandom. I joined my local fan force. I had already. I went to the uh, Toys R Us. Uh, opening in Times Square at midnight for the toys. I was on the news on like four different news stations that night. I dove in headfirst into fandom, and I mean it, it's been an interesting experience. It really has. I you know I didn't know what to say at that point on TV. I was just like yeah pretty much sure whatever. That says. <laughs> I mean to t- I didn't even see the I I know that the state you know. After they had filmed it, it, it was on the Conan O'Brien show maybe two, three weeks later, and I didn't actually get to see the skit myself until June. Okay, and you probably received a ton of email. And after after it got around of that, you know, once the skit was getting around and everyone had finally seen it and everyone started realizing, hey, I know that girl. I started getting emails. I started getting private messages through TFN. You know, oh, that was you. That's really cool. You know, my friends would call me up, and even now, two years later, I still get people saying, "Hey, you know, were you that girl on the Conan O'Brien show?" I mean, pretty much everyone knows who I am. If I I went out to California this summer, I had people out there I didn't even know going, "Hey, I know you." I've been to conventions before where people just be like, "Oh, you were that girl. Can I get a picture with you?" <laughs> it's it's 
it's really strange. It's it really, it's just weird. The curse of fame. Yeah, especially, you know, I, I don't want, like, you know, my bosses or anything to know. And when I was working for my karate school, one day I just walk in and uh, my coworkers were just like, oh, my God, I saw you on Conan O'Brien's anniversary, you know, special last night. <laughs> I didn't know that, you know, you were a Star Wars fan. I'm just like, oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go. It never ends. Um, as your actual uh, fandom increased ever since the show, or has it decreased or stayed the same? Um, well, you know, as soon as episode two came out, um, after that we had a lot of, you know, fandom stuff we had to do. IMAX came around and everyone still wanted to be a part of it. But after... Uh, all that, my fandom kind of died down a little bit. I had to, you know, I had to get thrown back into the real world. I actually, uh, I kind of failed out of college because of, of Star Wars. One semester, I just completely blew away because I was, for two months, it was weekend after weekend after weekend of charity events, IMAX events, working with charities, signing with celebrities for charities, and that was really important to me. So I, I kind of had to leave one of my colleges for that. I'm back in school now, though, so it's good. Okay, well, I can relate to that because I'm finishing an internship right now that I decided to go back to school after uh, doing all the IMAX things and all. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, it's so, pretty... You know, it was just weekend after weekend of event, and I never had time to study, and I didn't like my college anyway. So, I mean, it, did, it didn't matter to me. I, I was very happy doing, you know, my charity work and, you know, having a great time with my friends. That's and, it. you know, the time that I did spend with them, you know, was absolutely amazing. I have, I've met, you know, a lot of great people. You know, the way people portray us as being nerds, we're, we're really not like that when it gets to real life. You know, we actually do go out and do things that aren't geeky. We don't sit around and play Risk or Chess or, you know, Stratego all the time. That's right. Um, but you, you still have a, a bunch of movies from that line, uh, a bunch of movies, a bunch of friends from that line, right? Yeah, I mean, all the people that were on the line that live in New York, I actually do uh, still talk to. I do, I do hang out with. You know, I know a couple of them are in the chat room right now. Um, some of the people that I met on the line since then have gotten engaged and are getting ready to get married. And, I mean, pretty all the people that are in the skit, I know every single one of them. Okay, uh, you particularly w know well the Darth Vader that was in that skit, right? Yes, I know the Darth Vader. Um, his his real life name is Kevin, although we all call him Zippy, and uh, he's pretty much um, the Darth Vader in the 501st uh, Garrison mm -hmm. of Stormtroopers. Okay. And he is known as the Darth Vader. <laughs> the Darth Vader. And I think you have your boyfriend in there as well. Uh, actually, no, my boyfriend's not in there. Um, I met my boyfriend this summer uh, at a convention in Dragon Con. Okay. Atlanta, and uh, that's where I met him, and he was actually kind of hoping I was going to mention something about him tonight. So. Well, well, I'm, i got to ask you, you know, uh, does he know how to please you? <laughs> <laughs> him being a Star Wars fan and all. <laughs> uh, he'll probably kill me for saying this, maybe not, I don't know. Yes, he does, and today's actually our six-month anniversary. Ooh. Oh, well, very good anniversary to you and your boyfriend. Thanks. And how come he's not sitting by your side? <laughs> <laughs> He actually, uh, because we did meet in Atlanta, um, he actually lives in Virginia. Oh. So I only get to see him five days out of a month, which is 
it really sucks for me because we really do like each other a lot. Want to send him some good words and uh, wishes of love? Yeah. Sorry about that? Hmm? What was the last thing you said, Samantha? I said, um, you know, the long distance is hard, but... Okay. Is there anything you'd like to, you'd like to tell to him? Um, I love you very much, Matt, and happy anniversary. There yeah. you go. <laughs> um, that's really cool. I mean, that's the proof, you know. There, I know a lot of couples that actually made that, that actually met. Met. Well, they actually made up in line after after that, but <laughs> they met in line. And they, I, I know a couple who was actually married now, and they met at the Star Wars 1999 line in Toronto, and they have a nice little kid. And, you know, I find this really amazing. I'm really happy for them. And that's what really kind of pissed me out about that dog, you know, insulting my libido and all. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you, you had fun with the, with the dog all, all in all? Yeah, I mean, it was, it, was re- it was a lot of fun. Okay. So, I mean, it would have been nice if they would have mentioned the charity. Everyone just pretty much thought, oh, here's a bunch of nerds taking time off from work and school to just sit in front of a movie theater for three weeks and, you know, sit there and watch movies all the time. Yeah. And it would have been nice if they would have mentioned the charity because that's what we were really doing there. Okay. It, we raised $18,500 for charity in three weeks' time. Congratulations. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Uh, next year, are you planning on staying in line, in line again? Um, if there is a line, I don't know what they're doing next year. It was very hard for us to have to line up in front of the theater this time. If there is a line, uh, I most likely will be there. Uh, hopefully, school usually lets out about early May for me, so I'm able to spend time on the line towards the end. But if there is a line, I will be there. Okay. Or we may be meeting you at Celebration 3? I will be at Celebration 3 as well. Good. And uh, next time you see Triumph, are you going to rip his head off? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know, you know. I just might go up to him and just be like, hi, I'm that girl. Because that's, that's pretty much what, you know, people don't might know my name. They just say, hey, it's that girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, right. th- thank you very much for being with us on the show. You're welcome. And uh, we hope we'll, uh, you will listen to our show uh, from time to time and give us some of some of your comments on different uh, subjects of course uh, well we're going to ask you something very special because you're famous you know so <laughs> you're, you're going to have to do two things you're going to have okay. to say hi this is Samantha and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct okay and you're going to have to do hi this is that girl from the Triumph uh, the dog skit and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct is that okay with you? that's okay <laughs> <laughs> well go ahead Hi, this is Samantha, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. And the second one? Hi, this is Samantha, that girl from the Conan O'Brien skit with Triumph, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. That's That's perfect. That's perfect. Thank you very much. So uh, we hope we'll see you around, and uh, who knows, maybe I'll meet you in uh, New York, because I'm not too sure what I'll be doing up here. So I might be (laughs) going down for New York. (laughs) So I have a very nice... uh, Six-month anniversary. I hope you're, you'll be able to talk with him on the phone tonight. <laughs> and uh, we hope you'll listen on the show uh, for the, the next couple of uh, years. Hopefully, we'll be yeah. here. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Samantha. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> Cut her a little fast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like do back last time. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't give them the time to answer. I don't think they're going to answer. 
It's it's my bad. I'm sorry. Now you want to speak with Mike. That's right. Is what? he there still? I think he's there. Uh, if he's not, well, he's gonna hear his phone ringing, and we're gonna disturb him while he's watching the uh, Oscars. So here we go. Whoops. <laughs> sorry about that. Oops. That's really fun. You hear me like doing digits and all. Okay. Here we go again for the second try. Is it gonna work? One ring. Hello. Hello. Is this Mike? Yes, it is. Hi, Mike. This is Sebastian from Star Wars on Direct. You're live on the show right now. Oh, hi. How you doing, guys? How's Montreal? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Montreal is really nice uh, nowadays. We've got really good temperature for yeah. the past couple of days. So it was <laughs> really cool. Uh, how are you in New York? Oh, it's great. We've had some good weather finally starting to warm up a little bit, too. So. Okay. So, Mike, you were the one who actually stood up no. to Triumph. <laughs> uh, basically... I was the closest. Okay. And that's how it started. <laughs> he just said, well, you're good enough. <laughs> he started with me. Okay. <laughs> I see. No, he was the Jedi with the, the, the kind of necklace, I think. The first one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's the one who said, yeah. Okay. I'm going to hold up the expectation. Uh, didn't you ever wanted to hit that dog? <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, seriously, it's like for us, uh, we've been, well, a insulted as Star Wars fan, and since we're from Montreal, Quebec, uh, Conan was in Toronto a, f a few uh, few weeks ago, and he insulted all the Quebecers. So you know, we kind of feel doubly insulted. So we want to rip his head off right now. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you? Did you? Well, I mean, what it was going on, it was all in good fun, and you know, there was a lot of media there. There were, you know, there was TV state, there were TV stations from different countries. And, You know, we just wanted to make it a really positive experience and, you know, make it really fun. So we just did the best we could with it. And, you know, I, I just hoped that he, would, he wouldn't get too bad with me. And I think he did much worse with other people than he did with me. So I tried to take it all in stride. Is there very bad things that they did, but they didn't put it in the skits? You know, I mean, there was there were some things you could see. I think you could see the the Spock character that he brought by. You know, they kind of blurred out, but he's walking by, giving everybody the finger. <laughs> it, I didn't think that was too nice, personally. And yeah. So, but you know, that was his his choice to do that. Yeah. Uh, so, you enjoyed yourself doing the uh, the, the skit anyway. Uh, I enjoyed myself at the time. I didn't realize the effect it would have afterwards. <laughs> and uh, did you get a lot of mail after that, or uh, did people at work or your family? Uh, what? How did they did they react? Well, I mean, my family is not really into Star Wars at all, so I didn't really get anything from my family. Uh, I didn't get many emails. It was mostly literally strangers stopping you on the street, asking you if you were that guy from the Conan O'Brien skit, <laughs> and. Uh, Yeah, and at some point it just got so bad that, you know, if you could see me on the skit, I have a small beard, and, you know, now I just, like, I've shaved it off. Okay. And so I don't get as many people asking me about it, but it still happens even to this day. Mm -hmm. But the guy doing Triumph, 
when they weren't filming, was he okay with you guys or? Well, I mean, he was always sort of filming. He was always there, you know. And okay. sometimes, you know, he was kind of being a pest. And you know, like I said, he was there. Like Sam even said, he was there a lot. You don't see a lot of what he did. Sometimes, you know, people were doing something. He would sometimes insert himself in it and be a pest. But you know, if it was obviously that he, if it was obviously he was annoying you, he'd back off. Mm-hmm. That's, okay, that's normal. So that's the trick. If we ever get to meet Triumph, we just say, "Go well, away." I've actually asked a couple of people who are in the skit if they just want to crash the uh, Conan O'Brien show one day, because I'm sure you know people line up outside to go in. And I'm sure if we all walked by, maybe even dressed as we were in the Conan O'Brien skit, we'd probably get noticed. <laughs> <laughs> did, so, you know, maybe a little way to get back at them, you know. Did they make you sign waivers or something? Because most oh. of the time, when people go on, on TV public, on public, they, they, they get you to sign some waivers or, or something? No, uh, I don't remember him ever, ever asking anybody to sign anything. Oh. But I think generally, I mean, generally we were told that, you know, there's going to be media there, uh, there's going to be news and TV stations, and, you know, just try and be cooperative because, you know, the ultimate thing was to try and promote the charity. So. Mm -hmm. Which they didn't mention. <laughs> That's it. They didn't mention. I think he filmed something very briefly once where, you know, uh, people had on, like, some stickers or something. Yeah, you can see two stickers of the charity. And that was it, sadly enough. Uh, we got Mystery Sid was, uh, I believe, at the time the CR, the Fan Force CR for uh, New York, mm -hmm. and uh, he, he's, he's telling us about a couple of uh, cut scenes that were there, uh, the masturbating bear with uh, Triumph. Yeah. They also uh, cut out the stormtrooper chasing after the Spock dude. <laughs> yeah, that was really that was really funny. I wish they would have put that in, you know, because that would have you know showed us that we don't always take crap. I don't know if I could say that. Yeah, no, yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, you know, the, the Spock was actually giving the finger to all the fans in the line. And one thing I'm really glad is that there's only about two or three people who actually gave the finger back. And none, yeah. none of those guys were actually dressed as Jedi. <laughs> so all those Jedi costumers in New York City who didn't give the, the finger at Spock... All right, you're good, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we like to think we're above all that, so... Yeah. Well, you are above all that. <laughs> I mean, come on. They're the one talking about, about reality, and they're the one putting, put, hiding themselves behind a puppet <laughs> that looks like a dog, which is suppo supposed to, sm to smoke a cigar <laughs> just to imitate Ed the Sock. <laughs> I mean... Do they know uh, with Ed the Sock? Oh, yeah, they know about Ed the Sock. <laughs> They've been in Toronto now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Sure, sure. We won't eat up all your uh, cell phone time, and uh, we we are very happy that you uh, let us know you we could call you, and we hope you're going to be listening to the show uh, when it comes online. Yeah, really. Ever, you know, ever since Jedi Talk split, now there's like something else I can listen to. So it's great that you guys are there. Well, Thanks. we're carrying the torch officially, as Darian said it himself. There you go, people. So thank you very much for being with us. You're welcome. Thanks a lot too. Bye. Bye. See, he didn't say bye after you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, okay. Uh, well, my our comments. Our comments. Personally, okay. My comments. I laugh my ass off. Okay. Uh, I'm not that much of a fan like you. I'm not the the, the kind of guy who go in a line who goes uh, 
dressed uh, in some kind of character. I'm just a normal fan, so it was funny. But it and you would do such a perfect wedge. Yeah, I know. But the, the way they, they they cut the skits, it's only to to uh, to show a, a the general aspect of the fan, not. It's I, a wouldn't I wouldn't even say the general aspect. It's a it's generalization. The yeah, the geekiest. They showed the bad part only, you know. It's like reality TV. They only show the yeah the, the part that will that people that people will, will want to watch. Yeah, and will laugh about. So. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it like the bad part of fandom because it's actually really fun. Uh, it's only a geeky part of it. Uh, you know, I'm a geek. I don't care. Uh, basically, I saw it, and I was offended by it, but first and foremost, because there was no mention of the fact that the guys from New York, the girls and guys from New York, were actually waiting in line for uh, charity over there, and that's really, really bad. They raised over a thousand bucks you know, in three weeks, and that's a lot of money, and I'm happy that, I'm sure that, that made a lot of kids happy, but, you know... It's like it, it's even the dog himself is not taking stupid jokes like he's doing because some of them refer, uh, said that you know uh, one of the stormtroopers was telling you know you 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 taste good with uh, some sauerkraut and uh, and mustard he, I I'd like to actually see him turned as a hot dog eventually <laughs> you know what if I ever go to L A I think I'm gonna bring a nice package of hot dog to Conan O'Brien's show <laughs> and I'm gonna say that's what I'm gonna turn your dog into mm-hmm. indeed. Uh, you will die alone. The the you will die alone part of uh, the triumph saying that it's not true. As I said earlier, uh, I know a couple, of, a bunch of people who are Star Wars fan and dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samantha is also dating. You know that girl who couldn't be pleased. I don't think so. Uh, that dog wrong again. Uh, you know, like I said, he, he's portraying the geekiest. Yeah, of that's it. All not not only Star Wars, but you know. Yeah, of sci-fi fans in general. I'm I'm not even sure because Star Wars is pretty much one of the only movies that people will actually go wait in line for a very long period of time. For all the other movies like Matrix and everything, we never saw like uh, some people going on the on the streets. I'm referring. I'm referring more like convention and people dressing up. Yeah, well, the the costumers version. But as we saw, even when the Spock the Spock guy came up. There were a lot of people who weren't actually, weren't actually even uh, dressed, dressed up. up yeah. uh, they were just there and having fun and discussing Star Wars and probably playing the trivia from here and then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I personally didn't like it. And after what was said about us <laughs> on the show, even after the excuse, if I was to, sh- if I was to see Triumph eventually... I'd probably jump the dog and <laughs> kick his ass badly. <laughs> you never see the puppet go so high <laughs> in the sky. And right. Brian is alive. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I When I saw it, I thought it was really funny. And I still think it's funny. And um, like Sebastian said, the only down point is they didn't mention the charity. But I didn't uh, know about the charity un- until today. So um, When Sebastian mentioned it. Uh, that's the only thing I think... That could have changed, but other than that, I think it's it's funny and not distasteful because you have to laugh at yourself at some point. Yeah, that's most we we received some email about that. We were, we won't read them, but most of them mention that you get to be able to laugh at yourself. That's basically the point that most of the email 
that's it. You know, I have no problem going on the street and uh, just having a clone trooper helmet on in uh, downtown Montreal and uh, being laughed at by uh, some people. Why? Because I'm having fun doing so. And if you ain't worth a laugh, you ain't worth nothing. Exactly. That's what I go as saying. But there's, you know, a good life and there's a laugh that comes from a sarcastic insult or just basically an insult. Yep. So, and I'm, I... I don't totally agree with that uh, Conan skit, but it was funny, I'll admit it. I admit it was funny. I admit I'd f- I, I, I laughed a little bit when I saw it, uh, but I, the most parts on which I laughed was the Black Wolf part, the Dragon Master oh, yeah. part, because he was, like, not in his place. <laughs> I was like, what the and heck are you doing there, so man? funny. Yeah, yeah that's it. No, he was good, though. He was good. Yeah, uh, yeah but basically... I hope that all the guys from New York will be doing a line again for episode 3. I hope they will be doing it for the charity again. And you know what? Depending on what uh, the producer over here is going to be uh, okay with, uh, with, with with me organizing here in Montreal, I might uh, go down to New York eventually and uh, just show up on the line and uh, maybe we'll do some interview with you for Star Wars on Direct. Who knows? Hey, that would be really great, wouldn't it? Yep. Mr. Producer. <laughs> it's, uh, it's still 14 months away. That's right. So you'll have... You, I, I still have time to make up to make a, to make your mind for it. Okay. But well, you have to be present more. Oh, I will be. On the French show. There will be... Okay, I'll be on the French show. I'll find someone else from the, for the French show. Come on. Okay, well, we're running late, so we're going to go to a musical break right now. We're going to listen to Cheap Trick from The Flame. Slowly closes in And I feel so Lonely Touching heat Freezing on my skin I pretend I want to run to you, I want to call, but I've been 
Hi, this is Mike Gallo, the producer for Star Wars Knights of the Republic for LucasArts. And this is Star Wars on Direct. And you're back on Star Wars on Direct. Uh, we were listening to The Flame by Cheap Trick. Sorry, I totally flipped that. <laughs> yeah, before I said it. And we're going to dedicate this to uh, Samantha and her boyfriend in Atlanta. And there you go. And oh. right now, we're going to go to the community update. And you're back on Star Wars under the voice of Star Wars fandom for the community update. And uh, we've got tons of things to announce. We're actually going to begin with the Fan Force event in your region. Uh, the Dagobah Swim Foxes, the Charleston uh, SC Fan Force chapter, will be holding its next meeting on Saturday, March 6th at the Barnes & Noble's bookstore in North Charleston. The meeting will begin at 6.30 p.m. Items to be discussed. We'll be at StellarCon, Con Carolina, Star Wars Weekends, And, of course, Celebration 3. All Charleston area, area Star Wars fans are invited to attend. For more information, check out the Charleston City Forum under the Southeast USA Fan Force region. region. Also, the members of the Tampa Bay uh, Fan Force, FL Fan Force chapter, will be attending Megacon in Orlando from March 5th through March 7th. All Tampa Bay area Star Wars fans are welcome to join them. For more information, uh, you can contact M. Rankin at 2 at msn.com. The Atlanta GA Fan Force chapter will be holding its next meeting on Saturday, March 20th at noon. The meeting location will be Boca di Beppo on Mansfield Road in Alpharetta. Uh, GA, I guess that's Georgia. Uh, for more information, check out the www.atlantarebels.com or contact Minancia at fanforce.net. That's M-I-N-A-C-I-A-A uh, Arabiles, uh, fanforce.net. There you go. That's for the Fan Force event coming up in your region. Uh, we're going to go to the conventions coming up in your regions. We've got the Star Wars Day 8 in Devon, United Kingdom mar on March 7th with Star Wars guests Dave Prowse, Jonathan Hales, Warwick Davis, Michael Sheard, Mike Edmonds, Oliver Ford Davis, Ken Colley. Uh There will probably be autographs, stocks, competition, quiz, display room, costume characters, dealers, etc. The location is in Oniton Sports Center, Devon, United Kingdom, from 10 to 4. And the, the admission is uh, 10 pounds for adults and 5 pounds for children's 14 and under. You can see more information on that convention at www.xwing.btinternet.co.uk. That's exewing.btinternet.co.uk. There's a super mega show coming up in the C. I guess that's Secaucus, New Jersey. Uh, or Secaucus, New Jersey. I'm sorry if I don't pronounce that well. <laughs> On March 12th to 14th, Star Wars guests Zach Jensen, Kit Fisto, and Jesse Jensen, Stacey Dean, will be there. Uh, you can uh, see their website for more uh, events, f for more events the information. Of course, uh, it's at the Secaucus Crown Plaza Hotel in Secaucus, New Jersey. The hours are for our Friday from 7 to 11, Uh, from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., Saturday from 10.30 to 7 p.m., uh, Sunday from 10 to 5 p.m. 
For more information, you can visit their website at www.supermegashow.com. Supermegashow.com. <laughs> the Scandinavian sci-fi game and film convention in Gothenburg, Sweden, will happen our, on the day of our next show, uh, March 13th and 14th, 2004. The Star Wars guest is David Prowse, other than Darth Vader himself. Uh, it's uh, located in Svenska Massan, L.E., Skanetgatan, Gothenburg, Sweden. Pronounce that again? Wow. Svenska's Massan, L.E., Skanetgatan, Gothenburg, Sweden. And I'm getting the Swiss, uh, the Swedish uh, admin, uh, GSA, to uh, do that for me next time. <laughs> Good. Uh, of course, the hours are for, from Saturday 10.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and from Sunday 10.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. as well. Uh, the admission is 80 sec per day. That's SEK. I don't know what kind of money they're using in Sweden, but uh, that's the kind of money they use. They, they use the SEK money. I don't know. That's Sweden Kingdom money, something like that. Anyhow, you can find more information on the www.propworld.nu. They're not using the euro up there? Apparently not. <laughs> it's supposed to be all, all around Europe. I don't know if s the... There are 15 countries in the U EU. Okay. Yeah, they are accepting more this year. Okay. Oh, okay. Three. I I thought it was only uh, England that didn't uh, no. apply to that. There was uh, a lot of the Nordic countries. Okay. Even if we're Canadian, can we apply? <laughs> <laughs> it might not be a stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the kind of money we got. Okay. Celebrity and autograph appearances in Southern California from March 13th and 14th. Ray Park and uh, Daniel Logan will be uh, somewhere in Westfield Main Place. Uh, wait, on March 13th they will be at Westfield Main Place uh, in Santa Ana, and on March 14th they will be at Westfield Topanga in Ca on uh, Canyon Boulevard in uh, Canoga Park. So, Saturday is going to be from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday is going to be 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. There will be a, cost, uh, a fee for autographs, and for more information you can visit this website. www.entertainmentlegends.com dash celeb... Yeah, dash celebrity autographs autograph expo .html. That's www.entertainmentlegends.com dash celebrity autograph expo .html. And uh, that's basically it for the announcement of for this show. Of course, uh, I want to tell you that uh, you can always send us a nice little email about your show and uh, about, about your show about your the show. Events? Well. About you know your convention show coming up. Yeah. Uh, that's what I meant by show. Uh, your convention, the conventions coming up in your area, the fan force events coming up in your area. Everything you want to do, you can just basically do it uh, and send it to us an email. We'll probably re we'll read it even if we don't uh, answer it, answer to you. Um, of course. <laughs> well, I'm distracting Cheater now. <laughs> of course, uh, we actually want some. We're looking for someone right now who would actually attend the uh, Empire Fan Fest convention in uh, the state of New York. And uh, we're also going to be looking. We're always looking for people to attend conventions uh, in your uh, local areas because we we like to have some contact with some more contact with the people who played in Star Wars or who did something on Star Wars. Therefore, uh, if you have any, uh, if you're doing the, the major convention circuit in the U.S., Dragon Con, Gen Con, Comic Con, Wizard World, and all the conventions, even the smaller one, we want to hear about it. Uh, we want you as a, as a Star Wars Hunter correspondent. All you'd have to do is record an interview for our show with Star Wars personalities and fans. 
what you'll need, however, is the equipment and software to record and edit any audio file that will be sent to Maybe us. Maybe not edit, but at, le- at, at least, least re- sending us the, the raw footage. Yeah, the raw footage and most preferably... Recording. Well, recording, most yeah. preferably in MP3 format, yeah. but we will accept uh, uh, WAV format as well. There's a nice little server that I have set up that you can actually... that. You can actually contact me and uh, just upload those WAV uh, files up there. It will be really easy for you guys to do so. Of course, if you'd like to do that, you can send us an email at studio at swendirect.com with the title SWD correspondent in it. That's basically it for, that's basically it for today. Uh, so we're going to let you go back to the Oscars now because they're still not finished as usual. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they all always go along. That's right. The next show is uh, going to be really cool because as it's, I like it's like kind of the a movie theme. Yeah, it's it's a movie theme, and it's as I like to call it. It's going to be Jar Jar versus Kermit. So, is CGI taking over Hollywood? Is the basic question we're asking on our next show. And since uh, Lucasfilm is a big part. Of that, yeah, especially that, and, and that as evolution. We've seen, <laughs> you know what? I'm really glad that the island guys went on Junkyard Wars and won because they just prove they just prove to everyone that ILM is not only blue screens and computers. Yeah. You know, so take that, Jim Anson, and take that, KBFX. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you have any comments on the show or you would like to make any suggestions for upcoming subjects, please send an email to studio at swendirect.com. If you like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. Word of mouth is the best publicity we can have by our listeners. We'd like to take a second to thanks our sponsor, Sitland.net, of course, Legends Action Figures, simple-net.ca, and our partners... Uh, TheForce.net, your daily dose of Star Wars, and StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio. I'm Sebastian, Lunatic, and Kifisto. We're all telling you, see you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swanzerec.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Cyclon.net, c'est... 
les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars, plusieurs dossiers sur la saga, des événements et rencontres entre fans, un énorme forum de discussion, une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars incluant une ligne ouverte en direct, plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe, et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. Sir, if you'll not be meeting me, I'll close down for a while.